Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. It is Draft Central here today, Mike. We got NFL Draft results, full results for your 2023 NFL Draft. We spent only six years talking about it. It came, it went, we have thoughts. Um... Both on your Detroit Lions, which we're going to spend a lot of time on, and some highlights, news, and notes, right? We got some tons of NFL news. We got trades. We got big contracts that we got to talk about. We got the WWE draft, or at least night one of the draft. We're obviously going to be talking about that and some of the decisions that have been made, what our thoughts so far, um, just kind of on the whole draft process. Uh, We've got WWE backlash that we have to talk about. I know we got to do it, though, so just sit and bear it with us. It's fine. And then, of course, we're talking the second round of the NBA playoffs because I'm nice and I like Mike talking. I like to I like to let Mike talk about things that he enjoys. So yeah. you know, there's I have that. to say, if I have to talk about backlash, we're going to talk about NBA <laughs> so it's a give and take. I don't really want to talk about backlash, but here we are. Okay, let's be let's be let's be clear on that. Okay, let's be clear. Okay. Um, lots of stuff to go over, Mike. Let's start out with with some of the more old news, right? And then we'll get into some draft talk. We got two big contracts that have been signed in the last two weeks, right? We got Jalen Hurts. Signing a five-year, $255 million deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. Full no-trade clause, by the way. Becoming the highest player in the NFL. Only one week later to be topped by one Lamar Bartholomew Jackson re-signing with the Baltimore Ravens on a five-year, $260 million deal. Not fully guaranteed, right? It's a more traditional, Mm -hmm. standard contract. Um, So he gets signed. And then the other big news and note, Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet. So lots of quarterback news. Let's start with the contracts, though, Mike. Um, starting with the Jalen Hurts one, thoughts, good move, too much, not enough. Where are you at with that one before we hit the Lamar one? Because I think there's a little more meat on the bone with that yeah. one. Yeah, the Eagles one, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is awesome. Yeah. I think that they did a great uh, job of the way they structured it because a lot of it's front-loaded. Yes. So, like, it, like you're assuming, okay, his play is going to be pretty consistent for the next three years, right? Mm-hmm. That, if nothing else, like, okay, after that, if it starts to slip, you're not on the hook for a $50 million cap it. They don't have a $50 million cap it at all in the entire life of the contract, even though he's annually getting paid over $50 million a year. Yeah, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, I think it's a great job by the Eagles. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, I think... He's the best quarterback in the yeah, NFC. Yeah, like I said, you're you're the best quarterback in the NFC. You have to pay. You have to maintain that guy yep. until further notice. Yeah, your windows and now. So, you got to get them done. Yeah, and yep. the Eagles with their drafts and how their team is structured. Yep. they have a at least three to four year window yes. here to you know be competitive and win a championship in the yep. next couple years. Yep, and so you have to make sure you have your guys. So I thought the I thought everything about Jalen Hurts deal. I think yep. everything the cap hit is really nice. I think. Yep. You know, he's on his, um, what is it, the, his fourth year, his fifth yeah. year deal, whatever it is. So it's yeah. like a $9 million hit. Well, he was a second-round pick, so he didn't have the fifth-year yeah. option. But it was like a $9 million <laughs> deal the yep. first year. Then it goes like 18, yep. then 31, then like 38 or something. Yeah, and I, was I think like, the highest hit is 41, I think. But, like, yeah. that's at the max. But either way, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Like, it's crazy that, like, yeah. his his cap is less than, like, Daniel Jones. Right. Over the three or right. four years. And he's astronomically better than Daniel Jones. A thousand percent. So, I, I thought the Eagles did a great job. Yeah, that was smart. Contract. I thought it was smart to get ahead of it, right? You're not going to deal with any of the shenanigans that, like, Baltimore had to deal with. Speaking of Baltimore, Lamar, 
at the end of all of this, right, the the back and forth, is he going, is he staying, the transition tack, he's requested a trade. Okay, Baltimore's like, okay, go find a trade. And okay, no one's going to offer him. Oh, the Detroit Lions are the favorite to land him. All of that talk, everything about it, just to go, and I'm a Baltimore Raven. Uh, gets his money, gets the deal that he was looking for, um, you know, five years, $260 million, you know, obviously NFL MVP in 2019. Um Good move by Baltimore. This one's a little bit more, I think, intriguing. This does not feel like a Baltimore Raven move to me. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is is that it feels like they're kind of like, well, who the hell else are we gonna get? Mm -hmm. And we like, are we? We're not tearing it down, so I feel like we gotta pay him. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like Baltimore wanted to give him this deal, and Mm -hmm. then they finally just acquiesced a little bit, and they went. All right, I guess. Yeah, this is I what think we're gonna I do. think Baltimore felt the pressure. Yeah. of you have the Chiefs you have to compete with mm-hmm. in your division. You have Joe Burrow and the Bengals to compete with. Yep, and you don't want to tear it. Even though I think it actually would be smarter at this point to tear it down mm-hmm. and try to tear it down and then get good mm-hmm. by the time some of these guys are either deeper into their bigger contracts, right, and or right out of the league if right. you could wait like you know mm-hmm. a couple, like a multiple like seven eight years or right. whatever a lot of these guys might be gone or on different teams or what mm-hmm. have you um i think a, a good idea for them would have been to tear it down and just yep. kind of do a restart here and be bad for a few years but that's not also in the baltimore dna's to be bad they're no. always they've never been bad they've that's never been. Crazy. I, I don't remember a time where they were really bad no and so i feel like there was just one of those like a knife in a hard place and you're like i gotta yeah, we got to just you, do you it. Have to, you have to bear down and do it, or yep. you're going to be the fourth team in the division. Right. And yeah, Baltimore is not there. What does this do when it – where does this put Baltimore now? Like, I, I think we can we can confidently say there's, like, two top teams in the NFC right now. It's the Eagles and the Niners, right? Like, those are the top two teams yes, in the yes, NFC, yes. right? Um, put them one, two, wherever you want. In the AFC, though, right, AFC is pretty top-heavy. You know, you've got Cincinnati. You've got Kansas City. Right now, I mean, we're going to talk about Rodgers in a second, but you got the Jets. You've got uh, Pittsburgh, who's, I think, slowly starting to build up. Wild card is Cleveland, right? You, you, there's a lot of teams. You got the Chargers, right? You've got Denver now with, you know, with Russell Wilson, all these things. Where does this put Baltimore in your mind, like early on, right? And, you know, now the draft is kind of done, right? Most of the big moving and shaking's kind of happened. Where does this put Baltimore in your hierarchy for the AFC? Are they a top four team? Are they a you know a are they a division winner or are they a wild card team? Which one do you yeah. think you know they're they they're what? yeah I I think they're a third tier team okay and because of how the how it kind of plays out they're more likely a wild card team yeah yeah even though they're a very good regular season team yep I yep. would like if I had to bet money I I think the Bengals will go farther than them in the end yeah but I wouldn't be shocked if the Ravens win the division okay and the Bengals are like a five or six seed or something right but I do think the Bengals will go farther. Yeah. Relatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Baltimore somehow always ends up going like 12 wins, 13 wins. Yeah. They're and, just so consistent. And the Bengals just always aren't the best regular season team, but they're a great postseason team. So yeah. just tell Joey Burt, it's Joey B the first two weeks of the year to not throw eight picks. And you're yeah, like, and okay, you're maybe fine. fine. Um, but the, the way I rank the teams in the <clears throat> AFC, I have the the Chiefs are like S tier. Right. They're, they're the gold standard <laughs> team, obviously. I mean, right. you're not going to debate a lot about that. Yeah. Then you have your A tier, which I think are the Bengals and the Bills. Okay. I think those are like A tier yeah, I didn't teams. even name the Bills because I suck so bad. So. And then I think your B tier, and it's a pretty hefty B tier. Yeah. But I think you can add in the Chargers, yep. the Ravens, the um, 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. I think are at the B tier yep. now. That's great. Yep. Um, yeah. And and they're going to win their division, so it's very easy yeah. to put them in the B tier. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably what my B tier would be. Yeah, yeah. And then you have your C tier, which I think are the Jets, Dolphins, Broncos. Right. Those extra right. teams. Right. And the Browns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think they're in the B tier with a couple other teams in there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, could win the division because they're a really good regular season yep. team, but I don't think, I think like ceiling like divisional round. Yeah. So at the you, moment. yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think, you know, and they've tried, right. They did a little bit of help, right. You bring in Zay flowers in the draft, right. You bring in Odell, you've got Rashad Bateman there. You still have Mark Andrews. You still got, yeah. um, you know, uh, JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards there, right. They have, you know, they've got and some defense weapons. Is still really good too yeah. and stuff. Kyle Hamilton, um, best rated safety in all football when, when last we year. Do our uh, yeah. division by division, Rosters, ranking, yeah. Roster rankings like we did last year. Mm-hmm. Baltimore might end up winning the AFC North. Right. It might end up winning yeah. the AFC yeah. and maybe even the whole thing because their roster is really good. Mm-hmm. It's just if you told me today, like, okay, they're going to play the Chiefs or the Bills or the Bengals in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they're I'm the like, favorite. I'm not yeah. favoring them. Right. So exactly. I can't say that they're going to get through there. For sure. Um, other big quarterback news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the bad man is gone. He's mm-hmm. no longer in the NFC North. He's playing for the New York football jets going twice up against one Josh Allen. He's going to be facing Bill Belichick twice a year. Um, he's got Miami to deal with as well. Right. I mean, the division just keeps new England's like, man, it's probably a good time. We're bad because we weren't going to compete anytime soon. Right. Like Brady's like, I got out of there right in time. Um, Rogers is a jet. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the, you know, the trade details, right? You had the the, sw- the swap of first-round picks, right? Uh, the Jets gave up a second-round pick this year, and then uh, they're going to give them a conditional second-rounder next year, which can become a first, assuming Rodgers plays 60% of the snaps, which I would assume that would probably happen outside of catastrophe. Bar- barring, like, he has to play, I think it's 10 games to reach that yeah, mark. Yeah, right. And so it's like barring injury. Yeah, like a big injury. Because like he injury. played with a broken thumb and, last and year. And here's the thing, is if he gets injured and misses five games, he yeah. still gets, they right. still get that first. Like exactly. Literally, you have to miss over half the season. And the Jets and are I, like, well, we don't really want him to miss the time because that would mean that we're yeah, invested all this time for no reason. So, long story short, right, uh, I think the Packers, I think, definitely got the better end of the trade. I, I think too. getting that what's assumed to be a first round pick next year is huge. Even if the jets do make like an AFC title run, it's a first round picks, a first round pick. I'm never going to complain about having yeah. first round picks, no matter where they're at. Um, but thoughts on Rogers officially becoming a New York jet. You just kind of already explained your tiers, right? Where they're, they're in that C tier for you. A lot of people are like, well, this immediately puts the jets in contention mm-hmm. for you. Is I mean, even in that C, because there's a lot of good teams in that C tier, yeah, right? Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. Miami was really hot at one point, right? The Broncos can't be worse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville and stuff like that, like they're kind of, you know, can they reproduce what they did last year? Where, I mean, for the Jets, are you like, okay, this, this all of a sudden becomes a team where maybe even on paper they don't compare to a Kansas City, but if Rodgers comes back and plays like Rodgers, we're talking about them in the very end of this thing. Or are you like, yeah, they're great, Where, but like they're not even the best team still in their division? Because that's where I'm at, where I, like, I don't look at the Jets and I go, you're clearly now the best team in your division. I still have Buffalo there. Even mm-hmm. though they split the season series last year, I get that, but... It just doesn't feel like, you know, like you you, you, get, you have those guys that they say they play three times a year. They're probably losing two of those times. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put the Jets situation in this sense. Yeah. 
I think if you had a time, a, a line, mm-hmm. and you said on one end of the line, yep, it's the Russell Wilson trade, yep, and the Denver debacle, yeah, and the other side is the either the Brady or the Stafford For, stuff, right? Where you go there and you immediately win a Super Bowl. either win a Super Bowl or you're in the AFC Championship right. or whatever, yeah, yeah. Where on that line do you think this Rodgers thing ends up in the first year? Yeah, I'm closer on the Denver side. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the reason I say yeah. that is the same thing for the Baltimore thing, mm-hmm. where, sure, do I think they could be... I, I, I think Buffalo wins the division. Yes, well, I do, I'll too. throw that out yep, there. Yep, I do, too. So you have to be a wild-card team. Yep. So when you break it down... Because yep. I think a lot of people have this problem when they talk about this stuff, where they go, like with quarterback ratings, yeah, yeah. they go, this guy's a top 10. Okay, well, name me your top 10. And right. then when you name the top 10, it's like, you, you have to knock one of those guys out to put this guy in there. Like, you can't have 11 names in a top 10. <laughs> Well, well, Mahomes is zero. Yeah, so. Mahomes is zero, so everything else doesn't matter, I guess, right? So when you actually look at how the AFC is broken down, you go, all right, Chiefs win their division. Yep. Sure. Yep. Jacksonville wins their division. Sure. Yep. Baltimore wins their division. Just say Sure. Sure. Yep. And Buffalo wins their division. Yeah. Or Cincinnati, either way. Baltimore or, or Cincinnati. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. one of them. Yep. But uh, the point I'm going to get to here is, and then Buffalo wins your division. So when you're the Jets, you're like, all right, so we have to compete against Cincinnati. Yep. We have to compete against Miami. Chargers. We have to compete against the Chargers. Yep. Denver. Yeah. Which should be better. Yep. The Browns. Right. You're competing with six teams for three spots. Yep. Yep. 100%. I'm not, I'm not banking on a guarantee that they're going to be one of those. By just be, bringing in Aaron Rodgers, just, who last year we saw some regression, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you went eight, nine last year. Now, to caveat that, they did nothing to help him last mm-hmm. year, right? I mean, the receiving core was garbage, right? Offensive line help. Yeah. And I will say, yeah. so the Jets yeah. were... I think the Jets are a better team yeah. that he's going to now. Like, he, like they, what were they? What were they 9-8 and eight last year or 8-9 eight, eight, nine, nine, last I think, year? I think 8-9. And so they're 8-9 with Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson at quarterback. Yeah. Like, obviously, Roger, you can't be worse. Right. Like, if, you're, if your line is 8-9... You're not going to be worse than that with Aaron Rodgers, right? Because Rodgers doesn't throw interceptions, right? And he only—I mean, he doesn't throw five touchdowns a game anymore. No, but, if he, but he doesn't you, turn the ball over. But he doesn't turn the ball over. If he gives you yep. 200 yards, right? 55 to 60 percent completed, yep. two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, you, you take got a that, good chance with that, that over, defense that you've defense. already built. Yes. Um, but I just don't see them winning their division. So then you're going on the road against. Cincinnati or against Baltimore or against Buffalo right. or second round, you might be playing the chiefs in arrowhead. Those are just games. I don't think you're going to be able to win even with Rogers as your quarterback. Yeah. So that's why I lean more towards the Russell Wilson side. Yeah, yeah. Cause I could imagine that if they are a six, seven seed, they might get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. And everybody goes what happened. I, I can't yeah. imagine that they're going to make the super bowl run. Next let me, year. let me ask you this then for the jet side, right? The Packers have been done, right? They're like, whatever we can get out of this at this point, right? It's Jordan loves team. Right, we've got that. And they drafted Sean Clifford late last year on uh, Saturday as well, so that's probably your backup, right? Um, For the Jets, does it need to be a Super Bowl win for this to make sense at the end of this? Like, to give up what you gave up, right, which is essentially uh, second and a first, right, Mm -hmm. for a 40-year-old quarterback who you're paying – $60 $60 million a year to roughly, right? Like his cap at this year is like a hundred million, but that's because mm-hmm. they did restructuring and stuff. But like, um, what for the jet side needs to happen for you to go worth it? I mean, I would think at least AFC championship game. Yeah. If not, yeah. A Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Cause I think you could say the exact same thing for, I wouldn't say Brady necessarily. No, because Brady had done, done it. For the it. Stafford one though. I, I, I think, I think Stafford yeah. was a hundred percent important. Yeah. I think you saw, 
when Denver made the trade, everyone was like, yeah, that's the this expectation. Is, yeah, right, is, and when you don't hit it, everyone goes, what, what the, the hell, hell is happening? Right. Yeah. Like, I think if you don't want the what the hell is happening, yeah. you have to make AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't. Now, for, for the Rodgers side, right, this is yeah. the third option, is that third value, right, is yeah. Rodgers himself. Going to, back to your point, right, where we saw this trend, and I think it's going to become a trend going forward in the NFL, where there's one quarterback that's been with a team for a considerable amount of time that's on the move, right, mm-hmm. for one reason or another, right? We've seen Derek Carr this year, Russell Wilson last year. It happens. Yep. Brady goes to Tampa first year, gets it done, wins the Super Bowl, right? And they, they didn't actually give up anything for him because – he was a free agent. Rams make the trade for Matthew Stafford. Stafford immediately goes in, wins the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? If nothing else, the Rams are like, don't care. We want a Super Bowl. Yeah. We did exactly what the goal was, right? Yeah. Russell last year goes in there. That's the expectation. Oh, we're going to go. We're going to make a push for the Super Bowl. They win five games. For Rodgers, in his side of this, is it like, what does this do from a legacy perspective? He's already got the one, mm-hmm. right? He's already got one championship. But I think... It is, it's, it's so far esque, and he's the only person I can like point to because he's like, mm-hmm. he had such success for such a long period of time and he never did it again. Yeah. Does Rodgers have to get another Super Bowl before he's done? He's running out of time. He is running but out like, of time. I feel like Rodgers, like, you can look at Rodgers and we've watched him literally his entire career, right? Where you go, He's one of the greatest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I can't stand him. I think he's a shitty person. One of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. However, you mean to tell me that he only got to one, mm-hmm. and he only won one, and he's only got to one, where you're like, man, of all that time, you couldn't break through that glass ceiling to get there a second time. Yeah. I just think that's a crazy thing for me to be like, like if he ends it where he goes, yep, Went Super Bowl, whatever, mm-hmm. beat Pittsburgh, and that was it, and I'm done. That's just a wild thought for me. I think the problem that Rodgers will run into, yeah, it, like his historical precedence, yeah, is Rodgers going to the one and winning the one. I think he was banking on. Well, I was like the best passer of the football people have ever seen. Yeah, like I was the best. Right, like, my touchdown interception ratio touchdown was inter- ungodly, ungodly. Yeah, and I was like a slinger, yeah. and I was like the best thrower yeah. of the football with three the time Super MVP Bowl. or three or four, four, four time, time MVP. MVP. Jesus, like he's had all these MVPs and everything. Yep. I think the problem that you're going to run into yep. if he doesn't go to another one, yep. is you have a guy in Kansas City named Patrick Mahomes yep. that does everything you do yep. but has more success. Right, and I think in the historical precedence, yep. it's going to be like. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. But remember this guy? Yeah, but you can like, get it done. Uh, you well, get it here's done, the thing. Mahomes can get it done. You look at you look at his standing right now, right? And you go, phenomenal stat-wise, right? Yeah. Clean stat lines for the majority of the time, right? Like Kirby Joseph and Brian Urlacher are tied with the most interceptions on Aaron Rodgers with three in his entire career. Yeah. Insane, right? Great. You got one ring out of it. Mm-hmm. Barb only got one ring, and he threw 90 gajillion interceptions. Mm-hmm. And he got back to one. Right? Um, Mahomes already got two. It's been to three. Been to three. No, he's been to four. He's been right? to three. Been to three. Mom, you're right. You're been to three. Sorry. Um, and then you look at it and you go, Brady's the ultimate winner. Mm-hmm. Right? He's got seven. Montana's got four, and he never threw a pit. Like, there's just so many things that, like, in the echelon, when you get to that level where yeah. you start comparing his resume to Mahomes, to Brady, the, to Joe Montana, the, the, and you go... Yeah, the problem is he doesn't have he like, like and that's that's kind yeah, of the yeah. point I was yeah, getting yeah, yeah. to yeah, yeah. is 
he doesn't have that thing that stands out anymore because yep. right. Mahomes is taking that away from him. Right. Like right. he he needed the I'm the best throw of the football you've ever seen yep. to be like the guy you remember. Be like, yeah. all right, so who's the best winner? Brady. Who's the ultimate clutch guy? Right. Montana. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah. But then it was like, all right, who's the smartest quarterback ever? Maybe Peyton. Right. Sure. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. And then and Peyton's got two. And Peyton's got two too, and yep. he's been to four. Yep. Um. But then you get to the point where it's all right. Who's the best throw of the football you've ever seen? That was going to be Rodgers for a right. really long time. Yep. It was Dan Marino for a really yep. long time. Yep. And then kind of Rodgers kind of took that and kind of mm-hmm. ran with it. Yep. But now Mahomes is etching into that while yep. also winning. Achieving the success. While achieving the success. Changing so now, the way the quarterback position is played. Yeah, so yep. now you're getting to the point where who's the best throw of the football? And right, he, Mahomes. And, and, yeah. Now Rodgers doesn't have any of that. And I'll add another layer to that, right? What happens if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. It, I, let me put it this way. I don't think Joe Burrow's throwing more interceptions Late as these years come on, let me put it that way. Like he's not that number's not going to go up. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what he, I mean. That number's staggeringly <laughs> yeah, going down. Exactly. Slowly. So like, you know, you look at this and you go, "All right," and I'm not going to like dispute this. Like, well, Eli got two. That's not fair. But what I am saying is that for somebody who was as good for as long as he is, and and I think some of it's team related. They did not maximize mm-hmm. his window for as long as they did. But on the flip side, you went 15 and one and lost in the divisional round. You had multiple home playoff games the last couple years. Didn't get it done. Mm-hmm. At some point, that starts to chip away, yeah. right? You can't be considered one of the greatest, but also be like, well, you didn't get it done. Brady didn't get it done every single time. Yeah. That's why there's still a little bit of a debate, not for us, but for some, where you're like, well, Lee Montana never lost. And you here's know? the thing is, I I open it to the Montana thing. Yeah. And I think, like, me personally, yeah. I, I prefer like I prefer Peyton Manning. I yeah. love what Peyton Manning was able to do Peyton out Manning there. Peyton was phenomenal. Like, yeah. you know, like being able to just like play chess out there with everybody is like phenomenal. The ultimate not athlete. Him and Brady both and like the level of lack of athleticism. Yeah. We talk about Anthony Richardson running out of the gym and Peyton Manning's like, I stood still in one spot for 14 years and destroyed you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you know those, I mean? those three are kind of, like, yeah. up there, and they're yeah. like interchangeable to me <laughs> yeah. in, in a sense, like, depending yeah. on what kind of debate you want to get into. Right, right. It. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Mahomes will probably creep in there slowly but surely eventually because yeah. he's just going yeah. to be like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – Rodgers is just kind of getting just etched a, out. Yeah, in, this in legacy thing categories. is just weird to me, right? We talk about it so much with basketball, and it's like, man – you're like, man, it's Aaron Rodgers. And I go, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. But what Aaron Rodgers, A, are you getting? And then, B, like what, the pressure that he's got to be putting on himself to be like, I got to get this done. Mm-hmm. I got it. And here's the thing, too, and this is maybe not necessarily like the most justified reaction here. If he gets the Jets to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. or they win a Super Bowl, that's going to put him on a different level yeah. because you go, you took the New York Jets yeah. to a Super Bowl. That's like, oh, you took the line. Like, if Jared Goff wins the Super Bowl with the Lions, you go, he's the greatest quarterback to ever play for this team. Because you, yeah. you got it done, right? Like, yeah. he threw 20, 20 touchdown passes and 17 picks. Yeah, but we won a Super Bowl, so who gives a sh- You know what I mean? Like, that's where it's at now. Mm-hmm. Where if he gets it done there, his stock rises tenfold. Yeah. But if he doesn't, and you end on one in 25 years of playing, yikes. You know, Elway is like, eh, I got two. <laughs> yeah. like, I tried so many times. Yeah. I got, I finally yeah, exactly. got two. I got killed a couple of times, but it's fine. But I got two at the end of it. Uh, just an interesting thought, right? So Rodgers in the ASC, that road does not get any easier at all. Got much, much worse, much, much harder. But maybe he's going to show up to OTAs now. So maybe he's actually going to get <laughs> full off season in. Oh, yeah. um, 
Let's talk NFL Draft, Mike. We've been talking about it for months, right? Just yeah. for all time's sake. <laughs> Come on. You like it. Last time of the year. I had to all do right, it. Right. Um, NFL Draft 2023 in the books. Detroit is officially on the clock because the draft is coming to Detroit next year. Mm, Lots of yeah. fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, let's just go through it, Mike. Do we, Let me ask you this. I'm going to give you the preference. Do you want to talk about just overall some of the news and notes out of the draft, or do you want to talk Lions specifically first? Mm. That's a tough one. Um, I know. Let's do, let's do overall first. Okay, so news and notes, right? First pick, Bryce Young. No big surprise. No big surprise. Houston Texans coming in. I think with the biggest big dick move possible, you take C.J. Stroud, and then you go, oh, wait, hold on, hold my beer, trade right back up to three, get Will Anderson. Um, I, I actually, I know they gave up a lot. They had a lot to give up, right? They, they got draft capital up the ass because of the Deshaun Watson stuff. I thought it was a great move. Like, that was the first move where I went, maybe Houston's not totally stupid because I thought they went, Guy on offense that we, is at the pinnacle, mm-hmm. and we're going to get our chain, game changer yeah. on defense. I when that move was made, yeah, and then we'll talk about other moves yeah, that yeah, yeah. made. I think the GMs felt that the talent in this draft wasn't there. Yes, and we're going to get to that. I, and so yes. I think I think yes. Houston's like, all right, we have two guys that we really right. like here. Yep. Let's go get those two guys yep. we really exactly. like, and then we're done. Yeah, and and I'm, like they, they obviously I had want later people, picks. Yeah, but I, I want people to remember that thought when we get to Lions talk in a second, because I think there's a lot of parallels there, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to get to it. Um, other kind of big news and notes. Um, Anthony Richardson going four right to the Indianapolis Colts. Kind of shocking. Everybody was like, I think Chris Ballard's like, see, I told you we're not taking Levis. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, whoever leaked that Reddit right. Post well, that Levis we'll... speaking to him falls to the second round, right? Going to the Tennessee Titans. So they've got a whole bunch of quarterbacks. You can't throw the football out there. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I'm going to wait to talk about the other quarterback because you know, talk goes in the Lions talk, but we'll get there. Um, Jalen Carter going ninth to the Eagles, right? Eagles have just continued to kind of reset there. The first, the first real sh- well, actually after the yeah, Texans yeah. pick, the first real shock of the draft yeah. was Seattle getting up there and not picking Jalen Carter. Yeah, no, for sure. Took Devin Witherspoon, who I think the Lions, I think had, the Lions had in had very high game. regard, but we're going to get to that. Yeah. Um, Seattle, I really like what Seattle did. Them and Jackson Smith and Jigba, I didn't like the fact that they basically went, we're not going to do a pass rush. I know they drafted a defensive lineman later, Mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, like you're really just going to roll with it. I think they definitely went BPA, um, similar Mm -hmm. to what the Lions did. They went, I don't give a shit about your positional value. We're just going to go with who we think is the best player on the board. Um, And I I think if they were in the AFC, I'd be a little more upset. But I think in the NFC, if you just upgrade your receivers Mm -hmm. and you get a better set, like I think you're just upgrading what you had last year. No, for sure. If if Geno Smith is fine, they'll make a playoff. No, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no quarterback for them either, right? So that was was interesting as well. Um, B. John Robinson going eight to Atlanta. Atlanta saying, nope, don't need a quarterback. We're not going to try and trade out for one later on. Um, there was some rumors that they were going to try to trade out back into the first round to get Jack Campbell, who wound up going to your Detroit Lions, so we'll hit on that in a minute. Um, any other big news and notes that you want to kind of go over from, like, a player-to-team perspective? You know, I mean, we can we can sit here all day long and give you every draft pick, but that no one really gives a shit about that. Um, um, nothing that comes to mind. Um, I thought the Chargers were kind of interesting. I yep, think Quentin, Quentin Johnson, Johnson was weird. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, Especially because you paid Mike Williams. Well, because you paid Mike Williams, you have yeah. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Like, none of them were really slot guys. So yeah. I was kind of interested in mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Other than that, there wasn't anything. There was like a run on receivers break before the Giants. You know the pick that, that I really was like, I was, I, wasn't shocked by, but also I'm like, I don't really think it's going to be a very good pick long time. Jordan Addison to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I thought the fit was right. I don't think that he is going to be a very good football player for them. No. Like, I just was like, okay, you're trying to replace Adam Thielen. I get that, like in a one-to-one. I was like, man, your defense needed so much work. Yeah. Defense is not very good. Um, other guys, right, We, you know, Pittsburgh gets Joey Porter in the top of the second, right? I thought that was great value for the, sure. The, the, the drop of the draft. Yeah. Keely Ringo. Yep. Well, and, you know, dropping. I love the Georgia coaches mm-hmm. because we heard that about Carter and Ringo, where they were like blunt, honest. They were like, doesn't work hard in practice. Yeah. Has an attitude problem. For Keely, they were like, he's got an attitude problem and he ain't producing. So it was like double whammy. Yeah. With a shoulder where you're like, man, he's just, because he just kept falling. And I was like, Man, I wish well, he, a fourth he was, round pick. He, he was like, he was like the Nicobe Dean, where yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, he's a first round, maybe yeah. second round guy," and he goes in like the fourth to the yeah. Eagles, and it was like, huh? "Why does he keep dropping so far?" Yeah. I was saying the Keely Ringo. I was yep. like, "Man, he's just dropping." Dro- Eventually, someone just got to be like, "He's the best player available, right?" right? Like yeah. you're like Let's waiting take a for that. Shot. Yeah, and exactly. then the Eagles were like, "We'll take every Georgia player, please." Yeah, exactly. Literally right? every single Georgia. Speaking player. of Georgia players, right? Lions trade DeAndre Swift. Uh, to the Eagles for a basically a flip of the seventh round, and then they get a 2025 fourth round pick. I didn't know you could trade out that far, so I was. I think it's, I think it's a three year limit. Is I th- there, okay. I think I I'm, I'm pretty two, sure. I thought it was like that draft in the next. Yeah, so I think I it's thought. a three year. Li- I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm like eighty percent. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, not not you know the t- run of tight ends everybody thought was going to happen in the first didn't happen. Yeah, right, we just it happened in the second. Um, same thing. You know, we had some guys. Um you know, fall like the Brian Branch to the world, right? Will Levis's, you know, some people there, everyone's like, oh, okay, f- for sure, first-round guys just didn't go, right? Um, which was interesting. Definitely thought that teams were like, okay, if, we're, if we need a tackle, we need to get one now. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw Pittsburgh do that. Um, we saw the Bears do that as well, Sorry. right, taking there. I didn't really love what the Bears did personally. <laughs> didn't really understand their draft 100%, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, let's get to the Lions, though. Um you know, we talk about surprises. I don't know. So let's just let's set the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Lions are up. So we know, okay, Bryce Young's one, Stroud's two, Will Anderson goes three, the dream dies, right? You're dead. It's like, well, this sucks. Pick four happens. It's Anthony Richardson, pick five. Devin Witherspoon, everybody went, oh, okay. So Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter, which one is it? And then, ding, oh, oh my goodness. What's going on? What's happening? Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm. Everybody, calm down. No. Everybody's freaking out. Mm-hmm. The Lions have done something that we on this show have said for every year since we've started this show. I'd really like a trade down, Mike. Mm-hmm. I'd really like a trade down. And sure as shit, it happens. Lions trade down uh, with Arizona. Um, Get back uh, number 34 overall, right, Um, which was, I think, the third pick in the second round. They gave up number 81, and they got back a fifth rounder. Mm -hmm. All things considered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To move back back six spots, right, immediately, right, Arizona go get the tackle, which was apparently in play at three. Tyree Wilson goes seven, eight, so-and-so, nine, so-and-so, ten, so-and-so, eleven, so-and-so. 
12 comes up and you're like, okay, right. Christian Gonzalez is on the board. Um, you know, there's maybe, do they go wide receiver? Um, you know, where, where are we going with this? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then doodling here it is with 12th overall pick. We get running back Jameer Gibbs, which then immediately went in my personal reaction. No, God. No, God, please. No, no, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) Um, at my, at my, so I was, I was with my dad. We were watching it at his house and we're both excited. We've been talking all night, right? Like what's going to happen. They move down. They're talking about the possibilities. They make the pick and the room goes silent. Yeah. Um, Jameer Gibbs running back out of Alabama. Um, I'm going to, I'm giving you my initial reactions and then I'm going to come back and I want to yeah. go back because I've had time to process now uh-huh. a little bit. And I think while I don't love positional value, I'll, I'll explain. Um, but they take Jameer Gibbs. Um, give me just your thoughts on the player, mm-hmm. right? Maybe not where he's slotted because I have a whole rant that you're going to need to give me five minutes on because okay. I don't hate the player. Mm-hmm. Just don't love the value of where they took him at. Yeah. Now, I think it starts to beg the question of, is this really, is it, are we, like, are the mock drafts really skewing us in yes. a direction, like, really hard? Yes. I don't, it's one of those things where it's like you look at it and you you, you set yourself with these expectations of, okay, well, this guy can be had it. Yeah. Uh, Ty Schalter on Twitter made a great comment with the Lions' first five picks. They went, they have five picks that everybody would have said they could have got 18. Mm-hmm. And so that, to me, it was like the biggest like, huh, yeah, you're probably right, right? Like if anybody went, in, oh, they drafted Gibbs at 18. Okay. Drafted Campbell at 18, Laporta, whoever. Like, you're like, okay, they drafted yeah, 18, 18 yeah. right? And it just goes to show a little bit how little we know, number one. And number two, Brad Holmes don't give no shits yeah. about your positional value. Does not give a damn about what you think about X player. He's taking the best player. Because that Lions draft room was going insane yeah. for this pick. Talk to me about Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, no, I like Gibbs. He's a really good um, receiving back. Like Takes the, the swift roll, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Um, you know, he's really good. He played at Alabama, so all those Alabama running backs are usually pretty good because they, right. they don't have a good quarterback play normally outside <laughs> of Bryce Young now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, your Derrick Henrys, yep. your, you know, yep. all those kind of guys. Um, but, yeah, no, he was he, he played really well last year. Yep. Um, obviously, he didn't make a Final Four or anything, but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily his fault. Right. Um, yeah, I like the player. I like the receiving threat of him a lot. I think yeah. he's really going to play a lot of slot for them. Yeah, I think I think with JMO going out for those six games, I think he just adds another. And Brad Holmes insisting he's like, you're calling him a running back. We're not calling him a running back. Mm-hmm. He's a weapon. He's another weapon to keep our offense dynamic. Yeah, and I think that's where the intrigue for me comes in is he's going to do more than just run the ball, mm-hmm. right? He's going to get motioned out. I see two running back sets now, right? Where, okay, you're in that set. Okay, we're going to motion you out now, right? And now we're going four wide. And then we've got, you know, there's just so many things that there's a potential for, right? Moving on, right? You're devastated. We're upset. We're like, I don't understand what's happening, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then pick 18, Christian, Christian Gonzalez goes, a pick right before that, right, to New England, uh, Lucas Van Ness goes to Green Bay, which I laughed pretty hard about. Um, and then pick 18 comes up. Lions do not trade out of that pick. 
And they decide to take, with the 18th overall pick, they decide to take linebacker Jack Campbell from Iowa, to which my response was, I'm going to kill myself! I'm going to kill myself, and it's your fault! And I'm yelling, and I'm screaming, and I'm making posts on Facebook where everything sucks, and I'm mad at Brad Holmes. Mm -hmm. They take Jack Campbell, um, athletic freak of a player, two-time captain, right? Buckus Award winner, so best linebacker in the country. Um, Mr. Hawkeye, I don't know, whatever. Whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. right? Um, arguably the best linebacker in the draft, if we want to go that far for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thoughts on Jack Campbell? Give me your thoughts and the player, and then your instant reaction, like the moment you saw the pick where you went, what the hell's happening? Because oh, that's what I said. Oh, see, here's the thing. I love Jack Campbell. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. this is the A one. lot of people were a lot able more to digest this pick than the Gibbs pick. Uh, and I would be one of those people, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, me and you are, this, this is one of, like, the five guys that me and you are on, like, totally different wavelengths on when we were talking about the draft. Yes. Yeah. Every time we did a yeah. mock draft and his name came up, you were like, please, God, no. And I was like, it was please, not, yes. It, it was just not, thing. it was just, I didn't want to take a linebacker because I, I was going back to positional value where I was like, you could get somebody else. Like I just didn't want him high, I guess yeah. was my point. Now, clearly I didn't get that, but continue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I love Jack Campbell. I think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one funny clip of him getting like juked out by Blake Corum. Oh my like, God. Everybody up. immediately. This is the guy the Lions just took in the first I round. I and was, I was like, like oh, come on. I was like, you picked out one play yeah. against probably the best running back in, fo- in college yeah. football. And I was right. like, name me your favorite linebacker. Definitely could find one just like right. that, probably. Right, right, exactly. Like, he is a tackling freak. He's yep. super athletic. Um, does great in coverage. Does had a 99 coverage. coverage grade. Yep. Um, you know, I think he's, at worst, he's rotating in with... Oh, he's with a starter. Ed. I think. I mean, I think he's a bona fide starter, but at worst, he's yeah. in the he line just kicked, there. He just kicked either Derek Barnes or Rodrigo to the bench, 100%. I think he it's, kicked Rodrigo to yeah. the bench. Um, Unfortunately, because I like Rodrigo, but yeah. I think, like, you're just getting an immediate upgrade there. Yes, um, agreed. And I think he's going to want to take Anzalone's spot. Yeah, and I think they eventually just shift over him for Alex Anzalone and maybe put Rodrigo back in there, and then those yeah. are your two guys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, love the player. Yeah. And I was... It, from From... I don't love the, like, I think there were guys like Nolan Smith and things yep. that people probably would have preferred more in yes. that spot. Yes. Um, a lot of people were really. I was, I was watching the, uh, the Twitch cast of like yeah. the 91, the 97 one people. Yep. They were all like kind of, mm-hmm. you know, watching it together. The Gibbs one, they all died during. They were yep. like, what the, what is this? Yeah, right. The Jack Campbell one, they were like, I prefer Nolan Smith. But I get it. But I totally get this pick because yeah, yeah. they don't have the linebacker play right. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And so. Uh, this one was a lot more palatable to me, yeah. and I went, if they have a good second and third day, mm-hmm. first and, day's fine. And here's the thing about this, it, and to, to defend the pick a little bit, and, I, and I'm going to get into my overall thoughts here in a minute, but the number one thing Lions fans, myself included, bitch about is we can't cover anybody with our linebackers. So they went and got the most athletic linebacker they possibly could, who does that who on a regular people. basis. Yep. So you went, okay. Um, going through here a little bit faster, uh, pick 34, which they got from Arizona. Uh, they take tight end Sam Laporta. Um, That's my most indifferent one. Yeah, that I'm one just... to me, here's the thing. He's a better blocker day one than Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of receiving upside. Didn't hate the pick. I think he's your best tight end already on your roster, just yeah. by default. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, pick 45, they get Brian Branch. I'm going to guess is universally everyone's most favorite pick. That's my yeah. either favorite and or second favorite pick. Yeah, so Brian Branch, nickel, safety kind of guy, right? Where does he play? I don't think he makes an immediate impact defensively. 
for them just based no. on their signings. But special teams, he's going to be special there for sure. Be awesome, and I wouldn't be shot if like he's going to take somebody's spot at some point, whether it's at the end of this year or next year for I, sure. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't be shot if they can't get C.J. Gardner-Johnson back on a cheap deal again yeah, next year, right. and he kind of slots into that slot. Or he plays a nickel, right? And, okay, maybe, you know, maybe Emmanuel Mosley's not here, right? And you slot him in there. I yeah. personally, like, this is like tinfoil hatting a little bit here. I kind of low-key think like, they're going to re-sign C.J. Gardner-Johnson after this year to a longer term deal. I, mean, I think that's I think the just whole, because like, I think Aaron be Glenn's good. here and stuff, yeah. I just think that, like, I Yeah, I like, be I wouldn't be yeah, shocked yeah. for that, but, like, if he's asking for a whole bunch because he has yeah, a great yeah. year, then it's like, maybe we don't get him, but right, we right. have Brian Branch, we can just slot right in. Round three, uh, picks, Lions, so basically, Lions basically, I want to add this, right? So they took 45, they took Brian Branch, then they traded down, like, four times mm-hmm. from their other second round. They had three second round picks going into day two with the trades and everything. Uh, wind up trading down um, a ton. And at the third round pick, pick 68 overall, they take quarterback Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, not shocked, I guess. Mm-mm. Don't mind the value either. Absolutely not. Um, my thoughts were immediately I went, I know a lot of people are either going to be really upset or excited. This was the pick that I was most indifferent about because I was like, at best, maybe he's your future starter, but at worst, he's a great backup mm-hmm. and you've invested now where like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and that's kind of where I got to yeah. where I was like, golf's your starter this year. You're like guaranteed. For sure. No, no question yeah. about it. And probably next and year. Probably next year. Yeah. And I was like, he can be a backup. He's super accurate. Yes. In at yes. least in the short, within like right. zero to 15, mm-hmm. he's one of the most accurate college passers. More really mobile than you think. A little more mobile. I mean, he yep. had the ACL, but he's going to yeah, be yeah. a lot more mobile. Yep. And I think in a pinch golf goes out, you have to play the Raiders the next week. I think Hennon Hooker can come in and win that game. Right, right. You're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball a lot. He's very accurate, so he can hit Amon Ra on those Mm -hmm. five-yard slants and run upfield. I think Hennon Hooker is a good backup. And in two years, if you don't want to pay golf $50 million or something. Right, you've insulated yourself. You've insulated yourself where, okay, I have to pay this dude $1.6 million to play. Or or if nothing else, you go, we have a contingency plan, Yeah. right? And I think that's important. Um, I'm still depending on his health. He may this may be a red shirt year for him. Mm-hmm. All things considered, I'm not totally ruling out a Teddy Bridgewater signing. Yeah, just by the way, just throwing that out there. I know they signed Adrian Martinez, an undrafted free agent. It is what it is. Uh, round sure. round three, pick ninety six. Uh, defense tackle Broderick Martin from Western Kentucky. Uh, gave up a couple picks to go get him. Big nose tackle. Mm-hmm. He's just a mammoth of a dude. Yeah, he's gonna take up those a gaps and roll with it. Uh, pick uh, round five. They didn't have a fourth round pick. Round five, pick 152. They take offensive lineman Colby Soresdale from William and Mary. Um, Going to probably wind up playing guard for them. Uh, from what I from what I've read, five year starter started as a freshman, which I thought was interesting. Played all of the snaps at right tackle, but he's probably going to move inside because he's got T Rex arms apparently, which all guards do for whatever reason. Um, okay. And then round seven, pick two nineteen overall, they get Antoine Green, wide receiver out of North Carolina, who basically the only time he ever got thrown the ball was on twenty yard bombs. So <laughs> that's basically it. Go jump up and get that exactly. So that's the that's the Lions draft day haul. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple points here that I want to make about Brad Holmes because I do think right. that there's a couple things that were kind of passed up on a little bit. I kind of retweeted slash saved them because I, I did think this was a pretty cool little stat. Okay. Um, a couple things. Number one, Lions' first five picks were in the top 50 prospects by almost everybody unanimously. Okay? Top 50 prospects. Second thing is, 
And this this is a great point by, made by Tim Twentyman on Twitter. So if you're not following him, he's one of the Lions like main writers. So mm-hmm. pay attention. Um, the Lions ended up with still five picks in the first two days, right? They walked in with five picks in the first two days, right? Mm-hmm. It was top five picks in the top eighty one. With the moving and shaking that Brad Holmes did, instead they wound up with five picks in the top sixty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time the Lions have had five picks in the top seventy since nineteen seventy six. So what I read from that is, is that to your point, the lions were like, we have, we have a set of guys that we're willing to take at X slot. Mm-hmm. Anything after that, we're not, we're not interested in the fact that they were able to turn five picks in the top 81 and move up and down and do what they needed to do to increase the value of those five picks by shrinking that margin. I thought is just a masterclass mm-hmm. of understanding where the value is and identifying guys that you felt can contribute. The other thing I have from this from this uh, this draft class is they think they can win right now. Mm-hmm. They a hundred percent think if you had any kind of level of concern that they're like maybe gonna still maybe like wait a year before going, they think they can win right now. Mm-hmm. Jameer Gibbs is a starter day one. Jack Campbell is a starter day one. Sam Laporta is a starter day one. Brian Branch, maybe not just based on secondary, but the point is is that they basically went and said, who do we love? Who can help us right now? And that and that's where the position of value completely went out the window for them. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, Mike, in the process where you went, this roster is completely different than two years ago, mm-hmm. and they don't have these massive holes anymore. So we got to find guys who can make impact, who can make a difference. Going back to your point where I think a lot of teams went, there's maybe 15, 16 guys we have first-round grades on. After that, kind of a crapshoot, right? I think the Lions had two first-round grades on on Gibbs and Campbell, and they went, how do we get these two guys? Mm-hmm. And that's where I go, if, if I'm in the camp of best player available, which I definitely am, then I can't be mad at the, who they took, at what spots. I don't know their board. I'm just a fan. Did I like it at the time? No. Am I trying to talk myself into it a little bit? Yes. But mm-hmm. I do think overall they're more athletic. Mm-hmm. They didn't take anybody outside of that Broderick Martin who's got a Raz under like eight and a half, which is insane, right? Super athletic. You address needs. You went and got your two guys that you were clearly they were clearly the highest ranking guys on their board, mm-hmm. and I and I'm and I'm gonna say that maybe Devin Witherspoon would have been the pick if he didn't go five to Seattle. I don't know that, but I just feel like it. I just I just look at it and I go, this is Brad Holmes saying, it it's playoffs, it's divisions, it's yeah. it's it's go make a run. The NFC shit, yeah, go make a run. Where I want your thoughts on this draft class, and then I also want your thoughts on. Looking at this now, right, the roster's for more or less kind of done, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, where are you at with this team? W- what is their ceiling? Where do you have them in your tier for NFC? Because in my mind, and and you can call the Kool-Aid drinking on me, but I don't know if you can tell me that they don't have a top five team right now in the NFC. I really don't know if you can tell. Like, I've got Philly. I've got San Fran. And then I'm going to throw Seattle up there just because, A, they kicked our ass last year, and, B, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. After that, 
there, there's not a team where you can be like, they're definitely better than the Lions on paper mm-hmm. right now. Give me, I want your thoughts on the draft class first, kind of as an as a thought, and what your takeaway from the from the weekend was, and then yeah. give me your thoughts on this team as it stands right now on paper compared to the rest of the conference. Yeah. So, I, I the the first thing I just wanted to make a point of was yeah. Yeah. going into this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it crazy when people after the draft like like didn't love the draft in the sense that I was their like, going, day two was great. Yeah, their day two was awesome. Yeah, but I was like going in. It, most people would say, like you said, all yeah, right, yeah. this roster is a top five roster in the NFC. Yeah, the picks that they made only makes them better. Yes, like they a they, thousand they percent. didn't pick anyone that makes them worse. Yep, everything they did would make them better. Yep. So you can't be like, oh yeah, so they're the third best roster going in, and now they're the fifth best roster going out of the draft. Right. It, impossible to say. Right. So I was like, for yep. those people, I just find and those people crazy. Let me add, let me add this my, to that too. The amount of people that went, you have to draft. You have to draft players in that first round that are going to play for you. Mm-hmm. They did that. Yeah, they drafted. They two, absolutely did that. Yeah. Two starters. Yeah, two starters. They might not be. It might not be an edge rusher to go nope. next to Aiden Hutchinson or nope. something. But, but they drafted two, two guys. Two edge who rush, it's two, Yep. It's two starters. Yeah. They will be on the opening graphic when you watch yep, week one. Damn right. be, Gibbs will be the starting running back and yep. Campbell will be a starting linebacker. Yep. A thousand percent. They'll be in their names or they'll with yep. the rookie symbol next to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I thought the draft went well. I think in the moment, it's one of those things where you don't understand until you kind of sit back and watch day two and three and go, once you get the full picture, it yep. kind of makes more sense. Of I agree. Kind of what they were going for and things like that. Yes. And, um, yeah, and I think if you go into this draft and you have a trust in Brad Holmes and what he's doing, I don't think this draft is like, oh, now I don't trust him anymore. Right. Like, I think right. you still I, – I like, I come in with the trust of – you. he could have picked numb nuts off the street. And I, at, in the first – he could have picked, like, a Cole Strange. Yeah. Like, the Patriots say, I go, he must have had a great grade on him. Yeah. He could have picked Osiris Torrance, yep. the guard of Florida. Right, who also felt quite a at, bit. At number 12 or something. And I would have been like – and you know what's crazy? Nobody would have batted an eye. No, because the mocks and the Mel Kuypers of the world went. Well, he's a top, he's a he's a first round guy. Yeah, he's a first round great. So because they're telling me that, I as a fan go, all right, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah they could have picked yeah. Jackson Smith the Jigbuzz at twelve yep. or yep. whatever, and I would be mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, okay, like, yeah, trust Brad Holmes, let's yep. do it. Mm-hmm. Like so, I I personally after seeing the whole draft, I was yep. like, you know, I trust Brad Holmes enough. He'll find starters. He'll find guys that he needs. I guarantee in that spot. the people who don't like this as much. And like I said, it took me some time and I had to really evaluate what I was expecting mm-hmm. compared to where they were, tr- what they were trying to do. Right. If they would have went in, in this order. Mm-hmm. Okay. They take Brian branch at 12, Jameer Gibbs at 18, Jack Campbell at 34, Sam Laporta at 45. Do you think anybody complains? Oh, nobody. And you know why? Fine. Because it follows a, a, the similar line of tracking, to yeah. most mock drafts out there, right? Yeah. And people would have went, oh, Brad Holmes. Oh, great guy. Genius. Yeah, genius. Genius, right? Yeah, exactly. So, And that's the thing. It's yep. like, it's out of order, yeah. but it's the four guys that... Yeah, you, that you could, oh, that everyone's like, I could see that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, thoughts on where you think this Lions roster yeah. is? So, just like my AFC we went yeah, over... Yeah. And no, this is not one through sixteen here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're gonna know, that, we're gonna go that's through. Com- that's yeah. coming out in, in yeah. a couple weeks, maybe or something. Yep. I still gotta work on that. Yeah. Uh, quarterback ones could come out soon, though. We, yeah. we could do quarterbacks if you want. That's fun. Because <laughs> what I've been ugly, seeing is people are crazy. Um, I would say my S tier is Eagles yep. and 49ers. Okay. I have two S tiers. Okay. They're both awesome. Yeah. A tier. I would put. 
There's a uh, big drop off from there's that. A, there's a big drop off. It's like S tier. It really should be B tier, but we'll we'll say A tier because it's the next tier mm-hmm. teams. We'll go. I'll put Seattle in there. Mm-hmm. I'll put Dallas in there. Okay, Dallas. And okay. I'll put the Lions in there. Yeah, that that, that I, I don't have any disagreement. Seriously, I don't know. And I would say in that B tier is probably Minnesota. Yeah, B tier. I would say Minnesota, New Orleans. I'm gonna throw Green Bay in there. Green I know, I know Jordan Love, but you don't. I, know. I think the the problem with is the Jordan Love thing. Yeah. I think I'd it put impacts him in, so much. I would do C yeah. tier. Prove me B tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would put the Giants in B tier. Yep, playoff team. Fair enough. And nah, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then and then C tier is kind of everybody else. That kind of right. that kind of stinks. Yeah. Um, no offense. To no, others. no. But like seriously, you but know, like you have to look at it is if the Lions played a playoff game versus some of these teams, who would be favored? And I think the S tier teams, even if the Lions hosted them, they would still be favorites. Right. I think if you were, if the Lions were a two seed, and the 49ers were a three seed, mm-hmm. and they went into Detroit, I think the Niners would still be favored. Yes, I game. agree with that. I agree with that. And I think the Eagles would be the yep. same case. Yep. I'm not getting complaints from me there. Um, I think in terms of the A tier teams, I think it depends on who the home team is. Yep. If they're playing each other, mm-hmm. on who the favorite is. Like I don't think Dallas. If Lions were a four and Dallas was a five. You're not favoring Dallas. No. You're favoring the Lions because yep. it's a home game. Maybe a one-and-a-half point spread. Yeah, yeah, it might be a close <laughs> spread, but it, it wouldn't be a, right. a Dallas yep. minus one-and-a-half. No, I agree, yeah. So I don't think their roster is too far away. I do think from being super competitive in the sense that I I would have confidence in them making a run, yeah. I, feel, I still think you're a year away because yeah. of how highly I think of the Niners and Eagles. Yeah, for sure. And – the Dallas or Seattle could easily upset you because yes. they're on that same team. Yes. They're all really good yep. teams, so they could easily do something with mm-hmm. you. Um, but everyone else, I would feel generally confident in going into a playoff game. Yeah. Even if it was a road game. If yeah. the Vikings somehow won the division yeah. and they were the four yeah. and you were the five, yeah. I'd still feel confident going into that oh, game. Oh, a thousand percent. Giants, I'd yep. feel confident with. Yep. You know, All these teams, I'd still feel confident going into, but it's just... Brad Holmes was asked this question, right? In in and Brad Holmes was like, "We cannot take a step back. No, that is not acceptable. Where we are at, we cannot take. We have to remain aggressive. We're not going to draft scared. We're not going to play scared. Like we have to continue to put the pedal on the gas, right?" And he goes, "We didn't make the playoffs this year." He goes, "People can give us all the credit in the world for how we finished, but we didn't. We went nine and eight. We won nine games. We didn't get to the playoffs." That's the next step is we have to get to the playoffs. And somebody bluntly asked him, you have, you think you have the roster to get to the playoffs? He went, yes, I do. This team right now is poised to make a legitimate run at it. This division should be theirs. I'm saying it now. If they don't walk out with the division championship, I'm going to come on this show and lose my freaking mind. Yeah. Barring catastrophe, injuries, all that shit. All things withstanding, a traditional NFL season, if they are not the NFC North champions by the end of the year, I am going to lose my mind. That is the expectation. Yeah. You, there is no more of this, well, you know, maybe they can sneak up on them and mm-hmm. sneak in. No, 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 no. You need to be a top-four team in the NFC. The NFC is garbage. Mm-hmm. You have the roster to get it done. And the problem is it's only going to get 
stronger. Yeah, exactly. In the next couple years, if Atlanta's bad and they can take Caleb Williams or right. Drake May yep. or yep. Washington gets one of those two guys, Green Bay tanks out and they go. Jordan Arizona Love sucks. has seventy five picks next year. Arizona, with Kyler Murray coming back and stuff. Yep. They could be. They could. Chicago, kind of, Justin Fields is only going to get better. You would yeah. assume, yeah, right? Chicago, you yep. know, they're only going to work on their offense and their defense mm-hmm. to get better. Like these teams are only going to get if yeah. Jordan Love. Tampa is good, at some point is going to draft quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> at one point they eventually will. Yeah, if um, yep. Green Bay, if Jordan Love's not a super big step down, mm-hmm. they might be an eight nine win team yep. still too. Yep, um, at a competitive outing, so they're only these teams are only going to get better. Yep. So you have to maintain, yeah, and you, you have to be, to be at step ahead, and you have to take the advantage when you have it right now. That's why the Eagles are doing what they're doing. They understand they're like shit. We got to worry about two teams, Dallas and San Fran, basically, right? Yep. Like we got to worry about the Dallas in our own division. And we got to worry about San Fran in that NFC Championship game. We face Detroit. I'm going to take my chances and say we're going to beat Detroit. But the point is, is that they they know this is the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're paying Darius Slate till 2055. Yeah, with all that, that void years, that, but they don't care. That Jalen hurts. Uh, void years yeah. when the contract insane. Time. Like he has a thirty-two million dollar hit when he technically wouldn't be on the team. Yes, in like twenty twenty. But they're like, something. it's if they but, win uh, a Super Bowl. They don't care yeah. because this is the time. This is where it, all we got to do is win two games. Mm-hmm. We just got to coast, not get anybody hurt, make the playoffs. We got to win. We basically got to win our NFC Championship game because we know we're going to beat whoever the hell we're going to we're going to beat Minnesota, and then we got to beat the Niners, and then we got to beat the Chiefs. Yep. That's all we got to do, and we <laughs> and then your Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs. Yep. Um, I'm I'm very interested. I, the, the, the all that does for the draft at this point now is it just makes me excited to see where we're going to see these guys, right, and mm-hmm. see kind of where they're placed. I have. Uh, I have very high expectations for this Lions team. Yeah. Seriously. Assuming golf is healthy, it, it, it's got to get done. Mm-hmm. Got to get it done. There, there's really no excuse at this point. You're year three. You kind of, I think, were a little bit ahead of schedule based on how you finished. It is now the time, and I'm so glad I keep hearing Dan Campbell Brad Holmes be like, we can't take a step back. There, we can't We can't start out one and five. Mm-hmm. It can't happen. So I think that they're going to come out swinging, and I'm going to come on the show one day and be like, we did it! Yeah, and it's in our champs, and then be devastated when they lose to Dallas at home. But it's fine. Yeah, um, it'll be fun. Gonna be exciting. All right, let's shift. Fo- Anything else you want to talk about draft related? No, no. Okay. Um, let's shift focus then a little bit. Let's go to the world of professional wrestling. We got the WWE draft. We got to talk about now. I don't want to necessarily. Mike, I don't know how you feel. Do you want to go roster and roster and list the people, or do you kind of? Just want I would to talk love for- not to do that. Okay, let's not do that. I don't want to do it either. Um, no offense. Yeah, you no, know, no. I'm good. No, I, I was. Just I was hoping care. you would say no. Um, kind of give me your thoughts on how this is being presented, though, because I think it's kind of wacky, mm-hmm. but I also think people really kind of need to pump the brakes a little bit and let it kind of sift out until after backlash. Like, yeah. I feel like people need to, like, let's take a pause because, you know, we've got, like, these random free agents now, and there's nothing that links any of those five people together. Mm-hmm. Um, And you've got, you know, we, we haven't even seen Monday night yet as of this recording, so it's like... We don't know how that's going to fall out. And then we don't know the, the fallouts from Backlash either. So, mm-hmm. like, I think there's there's too many unknowns still mm-hmm. before I can fully go, this is a total cluster bleep. Yeah. I mean, I I hate the WWE draft, how they do it. I wish I, yeah. I don't like almost anything about it. I enjoyed it better when it was, like, the two guys would face each other, and then it was just the doodly doodly doodly, and there was like, and you're like, oh, my, Rey Mysterio. And the, fun, the funny thing was it wasn't even, like, a draft. No, it was just random guys it was, moving. It was, like, what they what they called, like, the shake-up or whatever, because yeah. it wasn't the GMs picking someone. It was a random person. Yeah, yeah, which I, lo- I honestly, that was the best version of the draft, though, because it was just, they would only move, like, 
eight people. Yeah. Everybody else did the same. It was like, okay, IC title's going to Raw. Yeah. US title's going here. Oh, we're trading announcers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, like, it just worked. It was much yeah. better. And here's the thing is, I hope they get to that once they solidify brands. Yeah. Where yeah. you just have a draft. Yeah. Oh, I, I, shit. Edge is coming to SmackDown. Yeah, can we just do oh. it at, like, a pay-per-view yeah. where, like, yeah. you just have seven matches yep. of Thrawn and SmackDown guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Survivor Series. Yeah, let's just make Survivor you, you Series could, that because Survivor, Survivor Series sucks. And then, you know, if Raw wins, they get a guy. If SmackDown yeah. wins, they get a guy and so on and so forth. Right, right, right. That'd be preferred. But, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, I just hate the idea. I wish my dream draft mm-hmm. would be just do it on Peacock. Yeah. And just have it all done in, like, two hours. Yeah. Instead of doing it on a show. Yeah. He was like, all right, we're going to do half it on SmackDown and half it on Raw. Right. Instead, just put everyone on a huge big board and go, all right, each side has 20 picks. Mm -hmm. Make your picks. Right. That's how I would prefer it to be. Because I hate this idea of, all right, so you have half the roster on SmackDown that you can draft and half on Raw. Like we talked about, I understand why they do it. Yeah, yeah. It just looks stupid. Stupid, yeah. When, like, Roman and Cody are the first two picks, and then on Smack or on Raw, Seth Rollins is the number one overall pick. He's like, well, he's not actually the number one overall right. pick. Yeah, he's exactly. actually Reigns. On day two. Oh, that's better. Yeah, he wants to be the number one pick <laughs> on day two. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, honestly. So, um, but yeah, I yeah. just hate the, the concept of how they do the draft. Yeah. I, I like it, like... You can't see it's not video like mm-hmm. like this much more yeah. like a, a grain of sand more if they had two like GMs yeah, yeah, picking yeah. sides it was just Triple H gone so on SmackDown we're gonna have Reigns yeah Raw we're gonna have Cody and I go okay cool you could just told us that yeah then. exactly yeah, like you didn't need sure. to do this whole draft thing because no one's drafting right yeah. Uh, do you like oh, the fact God. that they're doing some NXT call ups however everyone they're calling up is like everybody that anybody knows so I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Okay, cool. Like the yeah. whole women's division just called up basically. The cha- the women's champion and the tag yeah. champs all got called Sean up. Charlotte just went. What the I, hell? Do I have anyone left? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have Roxanne Perez, I guess. Until <laughs> <laughs> Monday. Until Monday. Till Monday. <laughs> um, other news and notes coming out of WWE before we get to Backlash, though. We have a new WWE World Heavyweight Championship, Mike. A new World Championship. Mike is just throwing away his microphone because he's so upset. Um, we're going to have a new world champion, a new world heavyweight champion crowned at uh, Night of Champions. The Saudi which show. Is why we got, which why King of Ring got bumped back, which makes sense now. Sure. Looking forward to it. Um, we're going to have a tournament to decide the new world champion who is going to be on Raw because we, we know Roman's on SmackDown. Um, thoughts on worst case scenario that we discussed last week? It's almost like we could write this shit. Um yeah, new world champion. Yeah. I already got the belt on pre-order. <laughs> cool. I, I don't think I could hate it more, so that's cool. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay. okay. If Cody is still the guy to beat Roman, mm-hmm. does it make it any better? Not at all. No? No? Well, because I just, I just, I was in the camp, like, kind of how we were talking about yeah, before yeah. Mania, where he could win the titles. And then just... Hand one over. And hand one over. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, and here's the thing is, people will be like, oh, well, it makes the Universal the second era. I'm like, no, but the Universal's the Reigns. Right. Reign, like, Roman's reign is with the Universal. Yeah. He's actually only held the WWE for 360. Only. Only 370 <laughs> days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the thousand-day reign is with the Universal title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, if he's going, here's the Universal title, here's the yeah, yeah. title that Reigns has held this title with for a thousand days. Right. Hand that off to... To right. Raw, yeah. and now Cody's the WWE, WWE champion, champion on yeah. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It works a lot better than having two world titles on someone and yeah. then going, here's a third world title we're going to add in. Well, I mean, I think what's happened is they've kind of joined up, right, where it's yeah. like, okay, the, it's the 
WWE Undisputed Universal yes, Heavyweight yeah, Championship, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we've got the, the World, World Heavyweight I agree. Title. I know. Yeah, just, I know. I'm just giving you shit. I'm just hating it. Um, yeah, here's the thing. It just makes it feel, and even Triple H was like, this is kind of the second fiddle title, but here you go. Well, it's you know, it's going to be a title you can be proud of. It's going to be defended. You don't have to acknowledge the champion, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like, I got it. Well, they, they, like, Triple H came out. Yeah. It felt like he was taking shots. Probably wasn't. But when he was like, yeah, so like Roman put in his contract that you can't defend every week. So here's this new world title. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you're really just saying this is the secondary world yeah. title. And like, honestly, it just made it sound like you just. It, and if we're, yeah, here's the thing. And it is. Yes, it is. It's definitely going to be. But don't make it feel like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to make it feel like Here's what I will say thing. about this, though, is it, when you look back historically when they've had two world titles, it's always kind of felt like that in my mind a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. when you saw Jack Swagger win the World Heavyweight Championship, you went, oh, okay, so we're trying some shit with the world title. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, John Cena's WWE champion, yeah. right? I just remember a lot of times when, like, <laughs> I mean, Undertaker times, yeah. and Cena were both world yeah. champions. I'm like, all right, exactly. they both are yeah, world yeah. champions. For sure. Um I, I would have stuff. preferred if they would have just brought back the world heavyweight title. I think that would have helped actually quite a bit from like a like an image perspective of oh, it's the world title. Like yeah. that's the Dusty Rhodes held that, Ric Flair held that, right? Like Sting, Bret Hart, Hogan, Flair. You know what I mean? Like that title, you could go and say they've held it. Now I get the branding. I'm not going to get into the design, but I do think it would have helped if they mm-hmm. would have said, hey, remember the world heavyweight championship? It's back. Are, right? are they carrying over that lineage? To I hope one? they do. I kind of hope that they do because I do think it will help quite mm-hmm. a bit in like establishing, right? Like, hey, because uh, starting a new lineage, it's tough because then you're like, okay, here we go, right? Yeah. Like, it's a whole thing. Because, um, like, the universal one's kind of confusing because now it's just, like, mixed together. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, they better not I just stop the WWE Championship history because then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Well, like, they, yeah, they would stop the universal, but the universal one has the history of the Roman. Right. A thousand day reign on it, right? And so it's like if you get rid well, of it, and then you, and then it just comes into well, Roman's a former six time world champion instead of a three time WWE champion, three time universal champion. That's how they'll spin it, yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? Um, thoughts on the tournament? Do you have a favorite or a couple guys? Um, I know for a fact, and I think everybody in the internet wrestling community would agree, it can't be Roman. I mean, I'm not, not Roman, sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> sorry, 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 yeah. had Roman on the brain. Oh my god, can't, that yeah, not be. hilarious, <laughs> not be. funny. Freudian slip, clearly. Um, I wouldn't watch WWE. Yeah, can't be, that. can't be Cody. Cannot be Cody. Cannot be Cody. I think we're all kind of in agreement there. Now, can he be in the tournament? Fine. Can he be upset by like somebody else? Cool. Sure. To spin off into something? Cool. Would I, rather just I, not I, happen? I still don't even love that idea. But I don't I either. Would, I would yeah. be sure. Do you have a guy or a two or three or seven that you'd be okay with? Uh, well, listen, I know I, you're high on the Mustafa Ali free agency period, okay? I know he's yeah. your top guy, but... Um, going to be on raw so we got to kind of consider that right um i mean i think so like the easy names yeah are like the rollins and the mcintyres and stuff i think it has to be one of those guys now i wouldn't hate even though he is the ic champ i wouldn't hate gunther doing it i wouldn't hate it but, the but i would need him to lose the ic title to lose ic before right if he, if we could, because then you get like, oh, he's double champ, and now you're gonna give up the IC title, and you go, well, wow, we're just shitting on everything now. Uh, which aren't we? is also <laughs> another reason why I wish Sheamus would have won the title at Mania. Yeah, because then that. if you, I don't think they knew. I feel like they didn't know about this title. No, they did until after Mania. They did because it bothers me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you could have had Sheamus lose it. Yeah. If you're gonna have Cody lose it, maybe Gunther's maybe not even in the tournament. Yeah, that would because be he's the IC champ. Yeah, maybe, right? but I just think. Uh, I think Gunther would be a really good person to be the first. If you're gonna, if it's a new lineage, yeah, like having either Gunther, Drew, or Seth being the first guys. Yeah, I, here's the thing: big. if it's a new lineage, especially, 
I always prefer, and WWE never does this because they're always like, oh, we're going to try to make a guy, right? Mm -hmm. But you're making a guy with a title that has no value yet. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense, right? Like giving the universal title to Finn, well, yeah, he beat Seth Rollins. That's great. Mm -hmm. But no one else has held it, so why is it important? Yeah, realistically, the way Triple H described the belt, it should be Rollins. It should be. I I don't think... I think Rollins needs to be the heavy favorite. At the end of the day, Rollins has been... The guy. The guy who's most over for like three years yep. because Roman's holding both titles. He can't yep. do anything with it. Yeah. Um, I think realistically, if you're like, he's going to defend it all over the world, he's going to be here every week, and he's going to mm-hmm. do all that stuff, I think Rollins puts yep. on the best match quality yes. on a weekly basis. I think he deserves it. And he deserves I it. I really do think. Like, if, if Reigns was not in this thing, you can't tell me Ro- Rollins couldn't have been Rollins WWE would be the right guy now. right now if he could hold right. one of them. Exactly. So I think he should. Um, I think in a perfect world, I think it winds up being Rollins and McIntyre because McIntyre did get drafted probably. Raw as well. In my in my perfect world, the way I want this to happen is we have two guys that are both heavy believable as world champions. I don't want this random run of a random guy, right? I don't even know who you can put in there. Like, uh, I don't want yeah. Big E to come back. I don't want any of that shit. Look up. You know what I mean? Um like, in a perfect world, I want two guys that are established main eventers. Biggie's not a main eventer, so stop trying to say that he is, but he's not. I don't want a Kofi Kingston run. I don't want a Dolph Ziggler run. I don't want that. And I love Dolph to death. I do. And he deserves another real chance to be a world champion again. Absolutely. But not right now. Not right this second. I want two guys like Drew and Seth who are over, who people believe in, who people are can justify being the world heavyweight champion, and you start off this lineage with a bang where you go, man, these two guys just went 25 minutes and had a five-star match to crown the first or the newest world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. That, my, in my mind, is the best way to get this kicked off in the fastest way possible. If Gunther's in the match, cool. Yeah. I'm not going to be mad about it. I just, you know... With the U, with the IC title, it makes it a little more complicated. Yeah, so we're saying that we don't want Lesnar to walk out in three minutes. And I kill swear to God, I swear to all that is holy. Like, how better way to shit on yourself more than to be like, "Hey, Brock's gonna win it." You know, only why Brock's gonna win it because he can't challenge Roman anymore. It's the stupidest thing ever. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Oh, don't even uh, say that. I want to put that in the world. I hate you for putting that in the world. <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring it up. I'd be That's just like fine. this. I'd be like, "Oh no. God." No, God, please, no, no, <laughs> no. I thought you were going to bring it up and then I was going to have to clean no, that part. No, 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 hate you. Terrible. Uh, Yeah, run it through this roster. And we don't know everybody, right? You know, mm-hmm. is AJ on Raw or are they back on SmackDown? See, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. I think he's on SmackDown because I think go. I think people were talking about him and Roman feuding at one point. That'd be like, fun. That could be like a feud on the way. That'd be fun. You know, because he's not going to win. But you know, we've just, seen it before. Where he, we, yeah, we've yeah, seen so it before. Yeah, they have banger matches. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. If, with your criteria, I think it's the only criteria that makes sense. Yeah, I really think this is a belt. They went okay. How do we make Seth Rollins happy? Uh, how close are we for Randy to come back? I've heard not very. Okay, I've heard so that he's still he's not. Out, yeah, okay. Randy would another be once again. Randy would be on the list. Of would be a people. phenomenal choice. Yes, an absolutely right. phenomenal. Like here's a guy. Ready? Riddle. I don't want. Shinsuke. Right. That's another it's guy. Good guy. Right. He, That's another guy. But sure. here's the thing. Shinsuke would be so much better winning it from Seth Rollins than winning a tournament with no steam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at with it. Where if you're gonna have the first guy, this first guy needs to be. 
somebody who's on fucking fire and not Austin Theory go away fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's where it needs to be. That's where I'm at. Yeah. You want to get the backlash? <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, buddy. It's the backlash. Where, you, 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 where's that? We're no, fighting. please, God, no. That's, that's where I'm going to be saying this entire time. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun with our soundboard today. It's fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. All WrestleMania right. backlash. WrestleMania. No, it's just WWE. Backlash. Is it just backlash again? Yeah. Did they change it back a third time? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Time. Better. I, I prefer it better than WrestleMania backlash. I do too. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like it has to be WrestleMania. Well, sometimes they just overthink shit. Where I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And they're like the only company going back into the office too. So everyone just hates everybody right now. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We open the. Sh- Who knows? Pew pew pew. pew. Uh, yeah, you have no idea. This you, match order is going to be ridiculous. This match, I'm trying to. I'm going to try. Roman to go. and Cody, or, or Brock and Cody are main eventing. Everything That's else, everything that, else, I don't know. Um, we'll start with the match that literally no one asked for, so that's going to be fun. Hey, now, Seth Rollins and Omos. Yeah, it's because you're going to give Seth a big push. Actually, Omos is probably going to win, so that you don't think Seth's going to win mm-hmm. the tournament, just to win the tournament. Yeah, I have Omos too. Unfortunately, I do think though that this is a good chance for Omos to start rubbing. Like, if, if Omos plays the role of, like, great Kali, where, like, every once in a while you just dust him off and, like, he's a monster for three months and then doesn't win the title, but he's always a big threat to your big baby face, I don't I think it works in that regard. Yeah. And he's more athletic because he can bend his knees or like Kali. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Even yeah. when he got pinned, his leg went straight up. I was like, oh, you're just hurting. Yeah. Uh, we got a San Juan street fight. Yeah, we do. With Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Damian Priest going out there and go, I swear to God, if you do anything bad to Bad Bunny, we are firing you immediately. Mm-hmm. Both from Puerto Rico. It makes sense. Yep. Bad Bunny wins. Yeah. By the way. I wonder who makes like that help in there. Because he teamed with Priest last time. So who comes in to help Bad Bunny out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. get the win. Like, I don't know who they're feuding with right now. I don't either. So, um... Who's the bloodline feuding with? It's I mean, Edge can't do it, can he? No, he's upside oh, down. Yeah. Well, I guess technically. Well, not until, not after, until backlash. after Backlash. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know who could come out. I don't know. It's, it's going to be someone will come out, yeah. and there'll be a lot of un, not unprotected. Maybe all the free agents that the WWE's lying. We got Ziggler. We got Ali. We got uh, Von Wagner. Is there anybody else? Somebody else I think is a free agent, too. Omos again. He's oh, coming out. He's, now he's a baby face. He's a baby face now. <laughs> yeah. Does the big show turn? Okay. Uh, what happens is they all become one part of a Megazord, like in Power Rangers, and they just become a super wrestler to face off against Damian Priest, who apparently needs that to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the foot. I'm the arm. <laughs> Cha-cha. Yeah. I was like the the one that was just like, he was just like the back. Yeah. And I was like, I was like you're what doing you? nothing. You're... I'm, the, I'm the ass. <laughs> I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> Literally doing nothing here. Um, SmackDown women's title, though. Rhea yep. Ripley will face off against Selena Vega. Any chance? Any chance? <laughs> yeah. Rhea wins in like 12 seconds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. I like the fact, though, that there may be t- like a Judgment Day LWO thing, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of where they're going with it. I dig that. I can get behind that. Sure. Yeah. I would honestly, in this particular situation, give me a weird mixed gender war games. Huh? Huh? Actually, you know what I really want to happen? Uh-huh. Is I want Rhea to somehow win the U.S. title. That's kind of what I want to happen, Loki. Yeah. Well, Maybe she can go to Raw and win the world. <laughs> She's more over than anybody else. <laughs> she is more over than anyone else. She's probably a better... Well, like, her going against some dudes, man. Like, you mean to tell me right now her and Ray wouldn't be an awesome match? Her and Ray Mysterio would be an awesome match. Her and Rollins would probably be pretty Hell awesome. Hell yeah. 
Her in theory? I mean, she'd have to lead theory, but it's fine. That's no. so sad. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it's like, I don't even hate theory. I think he's fine. I just, it's funny. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, like, go away. This, back, this backlash show is going to be rough. Yeah, have you liked any of the three matches so far? Not, I mean, I'm going to enjoy her entrance, I guess. Sure. Uh, Bianca Belair and Eero Sky have a match. Should be good. Should I think it's, good. I think it should be a good match. Yeah. Bianca's going to retain, like, probably. Generally, I think yeah. it's actually going to be good. Yeah, the rest of these matches should be fine, at least. Um, any? Do you think there's a surprise in one of those two? I don't. I really don't think Rhea's going to drop it. But I honestly, there, I think there's a there's like a two percent chance of me where I go because Bianca's going to SmackDown or like somehow Damage Control does something. I don't. I don't I know. Could see your yeah, title. Absolutely. Like, just to get it off her. She's been champ for over a year. This isn't like a. Well, she just won it. Yeah, she won mm-hmm. it at Mania. 38. A year ago. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I think it could be something. No, I, I definitely think Hero Sky could win. I'll yeah. pick Hero Sky, actually. There you go. Sure. Unfortunately. I'm not, because I want to be right, but still. Yeah. <laughs> See, if we had consequences, I would pick Bianca, but we just pick these just to yeah, just go to through pick the them. card and talk about Well, because, about it you know, yeah, exactly. If we actually had, like, stakes, I would Well, the stakes pick. is right here, the I'm Always Right 24-7 championship. you champion right now? I've been champion for, like, four <laughs> years, but it's fine. Roman Reigns can suck my ass. Yeah, <laughs> how, yeah how many title defenses do you have? Zero. I'm defending it 24-7, <laughs> baby. Um, U.S. title match here. Um, a match that really could be a toss-up. Yeah, yeah, uh, If you wanted it to be. Uh, Austin Theory won't win. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Yeah, this is a moment where I look at it, um, like, legitimately, I don't think there's a, a, a very far away shot that Bronson Reed doesn't actually walk out with the title here. I think he here. this, too. Um, Trying to add some character to him, going with Bobby, two big bastards beating the shit out of each other. Bobby doesn't need it, right? Um, I would yeah. not be shocked to see Bronson get the win here. Yeah. And then maybe, right, if Theory stays on Raw, right? I, like, I won't be shocked if Theory stays on Raw to be in this title tournament. Yeah. Bronson goes to SmackDown, gets drafted yeah. night two, goes to SmackDown. Bobby's already on SmackDown. Bobby's already right? on SmackDown. I think so I, th- I, I highly think that that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. I think Austin stays on Raw, so yep. I think this is a way to drop the title. Yes, on. I agree. Yep. Um, and not a bad way to do it either. Yeah, six-man tag team action. We got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle taking on the bloodline. Oh, uh, yeah. The Usos and um, Silola Sicola. Yeah. I love how Solo got drafted with Roman. They were like, I guess you can come too. He's like, yay. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because you know it's what happened. Yeah, you included yeah. me. I love yeah, how he's just me. like, Solo, you rang? <laughs> imagine you're like, yeah. you're like, who's the first proud draft pick of the 2023 draft? And right. you're like, it was Roman. And, and Solo. Solo? Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. He, and somebody, came, somebody came with him. Get with it. The Usos? <laughs> it's like the worst trivia ever. Yeah, it's the worst trivia um, ever. Yeah, this will be a good... I, I, here's the thing. This is why like, I'm worried that like a riddle push is going to happen mm-hmm. because like I don't want... He just came off a big drug thing, too. I don't want him anywhere near the world title mm-hmm. anytime soon. So, him and Gunther would be fun, though. Him and Gunther would be fun. I don't know where Riddle did Riddle get drafted yet. I don't think he did. I think he's oh, going to be so. on Monday. I so, Monday where he goes, I think there's some there's some potential there, too. Okay, so you didn't give me a winner yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> we can't just skip through this. Oh, I, I think if, I think baby faces win this match. Okay. Yeah, I think there's there's still some tension. Yeah, you know, we, Usos just lost in that are, tag are match. We breaking up anything here? Or, uh, I don't necessarily. I, I, I don't think crazy. Not on here, backlash. But... I can't imagine. I think what's going to happen is I think they need to wait until we get the, with the draft results, and then I think after that, I, I really do think they're kind of just treading a little bit, mm-hmm. and then once we get brand splits, we're going to start to see a lot of shit hit the fan all at the same time, where yeah. you're going to be like. Oh, okay, so we got this going on, this going on, this going on, yeah. this going on, you know? Um, so I'm trying not to be super, like, critical of their, like, the last two weeks of TV has been 
basically garbage because they're preparing for the draft. So I'm trying not to be like, like if AEW is like, all right, we've got all in in a week and a half. Okay. Well, those two shows are going to be garbage because they're not going to do anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I want to take the baby faces too, but let's go. I was just, listen, I was just glad that they kept the tag titles. I was a little nervous that they were just going to get back. I was was like, Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I didn't watch the show, but I got worried. Yeah, I didn't watch the show. I, I got I was worried the draft, so, yeah. I was just not watching either one, so. <laughs> watching Luca highlights on the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was watching, uh, what was it, Friday? Yeah. I was watching the Warriors lose. Yeah. And you were, like, all in your glory. I was, I was You're going to be really devastated when Steph beats LeBron again, aren't you? I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's going to beat Darren Fox first. So. Damn right. All right, main event time. Yep. Because um, it's the only match. It? Seven matches. Yikes. Uh, Cody and Brock. This is on a Saturday, at least. This is on a Saturday. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, I probably won't watch don't this because UFC is going to be Don't have to so. stay up late at least to watch it. <laughs> yeah, is this going to... No, I think it starts at normal time. No, normal time. I was just talking about, like, Sunday. Like, I got work the next day, oh, okay. so... Yeah, yeah, that mania went I'm old. Long. I'm old. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar and Cody have a match. Yeah, I it's don't kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that Cody doesn't win here. See, I think Cody's going to get squashed. If that happens, I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to be sad too. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really, preparing to be really oof. sad and just like come on next week and go. I don't think they do sucks. that. I think, ugh, God, I really hope. See, no. you don't think they will. I mean, and I, I know the, a way they could, and it's not good. It's just not like oh, they could. God. They could really dive into this whole. You got to come up from the bottom. Yeah, but story. here's why I don't think they can squash him, or why only for that. Why they don't think they should because they definitely could. They really could. Um, they could. They could see a twenty. SummerSlam 2014. But even that's a different circumstance. I understand you're trying to fight your way from the bottom, but he's had four fucking matches in like eight months because he got hurt. Mm -hmm. So you can't have him lose the two biggest matches since his return. Mm -hmm. Like outside of Hell in a Cell against Rollins, what else? He hasn't wrestled anybody. Beating Chad Gable don't mean shit. So Mm -hmm. like I think he's got to win here. Um, I think it's kind of one of those things where he he gets a win back, right? I think it's – I think Brock takes it to him. I, if I had to, if if in a perfect world, I think it would be better if Brock beat the shit out of him for a good chunk of it, and then he just kind of somehow pulls it out on the end. Where you can kind of go it's with fine. that story of like he like Lesnar threw everything at him, right? You know, twelve f fives, dump truck, Longhorn right through the chest, sure, whatever he's got to do, right? Do. You know, Jimmy John, Jimmy John sandwich in the back of the neck because yeah. he's still a sponsor. I think whatever he's got to do, right to. <laughs> You know, bury him in six feet of Calgary snow. Whatever's got to happen before Cody finally gets the win, right? Like, as long as Cody gets the win, I'm cool. I Legitimately, this match could go two minutes or it could go 45 minutes. Yep. And Cody could be dying for 45. And that's the other part, too, where I'm I like, don't care. I don't think Cody's going to be all that thrilled if we're like, so here's what we're thinking. You're going to lose at Mania, and then Brock's going to attack you, right? We're going to do this whole story. But Brock's going to beat the shit out of you in two minutes. I think more than likely, Cody's like, let me tell a story with Brock. Yeah. And let's... Get some feelers in I there. I hope so. If I can make my old-ass brother look good, I can make, make Brock look, can make good. Anyone look good. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just... This show's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough one. I used, rough. To, I used to really look forward to Backlash shows. You go back and look at some of the old Backlashes, yeah. they had some great shit on there. Mm-hmm. Edge and Cena, Taker, Batista, Fatal 4-Way, Edge, Orton, Sean, Cena. So you're not excited for Lesnar and Cody Rhodes? I actually am. It's the only until, one I am until, ex- you, until you just said they might just kill him in five seconds. But outside of that, this whole show sucks. 
But I mean, I'm just not. There's no stakes anywhere. That's the problem. You got you know women's titles. That's it. You don't got no tag, no US, no IC. I mean, you have US, but you have no IC, no world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm no just, Edge Finn Balor for the twelfth time. Nothing. Nothing uh, to make me I, go ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm a little worried camper here that yeah. Cody's gonna lose, and I go. So we have two months to make him a believable challenger for Roman at SummerSlam. Unless you're gonna wait till Mania. And then I cry even more because I don't want to wait. Yeah, SummerSlam's gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Really excited. We're going to AEW. What? Week two weeks? Week and a half. It's a week from Wednesday. Could be a lot of fun. Lots watching of fun. A, watching a steel cage match. Hell yeah, Kenny and uh, Mox Boy. Moxley. Yeah. I was really, you know, I pray every over day. under Moxley bleeds. How quickly into the match? <laughs> like thirty seconds. <laughs> I'm not even gonna over yeah. under if he yeah. bleeds. I'm like, how quickly are we gonna talk? Walking through the crowd. Is he already bleeding? <laughs> he cut himself open walking to the a ring. A fan got a nail, a fingernail, <laughs> clipped him. Um, yeah, no, I pray every time we go to one of these shows that yeah. there's just at least one good match on the show that I can yeah. like be excited for. Hey, listen, for. we're gonna see AEW Dark and it's gonna be awesome. All right. We're gonna see uh, a whole bunch fun. of local talent make their entrance to listen. generic music, get beat in two seconds, not even get out of the ring before the next match is already in the ring. Listen, Rob, I don't care. And Rampage will probably suck, so we'll probably yeah. just leave early. Yeah. But like I'm we like, did last time, women's matches main event. See that was crazy. <laughs> Everybody bailed. Everyone bailed. Yeah. There were like 12 people in the arena. Yeah, Tony's like, wait, 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 wait. Everyone's like, it's not even Britt Baker out here. I'm out. Uh, but yeah, no, I always pray that there's like at least just like one or two good matches on the show, at least yeah. the dynamite portion. Because then I'll go, and then it's like, if you have a really crappy Rampage, yeah. And then, or a really crappy Rampage and a really crappy Dark. At least it could be like, all right, at least we had like two good matches to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a TV taping, so it's a little bit more of a crapshoot. Yeah. All right, let's talk NBA playoffs, Mike. Second round, we are here we outside are. of one game, which by the time you guys hear this, you'll know, but... Um, we'll, just, we'll talk both circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's let's just start with that, right? So sure. either way, winner of this game against uh, Golden State and Sacramento, they're going to go play the L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers go out with a, a close, close game. Uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. I was sweating bullets. Yeah, exactly. For like um, six seconds. LeBron actually had to actually almost play a whole game and then didn't because they lost by 40. So it's like, let's figure it out. Uh, so obviously Memphis is out. Here, I want to ask you a question about this, though. Are you going to ask me about this? So no one scares me in the West outside of Boston? No, 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 no not that, not that. Um, Memphis talked themselves into their own grave. I don't really care about that. Okay. But he, here's, what, here's where I, 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 and this kind of goes back to our conversation last week where it's like, I'm kind of, over the whole, like, well, it's a seven-seed, two-seed thing, okay? Because in my mind, I think Milwaukee losing to Miami is like a legit eight-versus-one type matchup, right? Where mm-hmm. Milwaukee's a good team, they're a very good basketball team with legitimate, and they've been good all year, they just got upset because of injuries and shit, right? It happens. Yeah. This Lakers-Grizzlies, though... It really feels like, t- like I, I just don't want the Lakers, I guess, getting credit for being the seven seed, beating a two seed. When they've been good, they just played like shit. And it's, yeah, it's like no. the roster has always been a good, like they should, if they would have just played mm-hmm. normal basketball and instead of load management and th- and drama left and right, they would have been a two seed. Yeah. Very easily. Well, I just, I just so, like, I just don't want to give the Lakers a whole bunch of girls. They beat the two seed. Okay, yeah, like, so, so there, there, there are like two points to that. I 100 yeah. percent agree. Yeah. At the moment, like, yeah. you, the the first point I would say is the pre trade deadline roster. Yeah. would not be doing this right now. No, I With agree. Russ yeah. and all the guys yeah, yeah. had pre. Yeah, I'm gonna give them credit. Deadline, they made a lot of changes. They made a lot of trades at that deadline. Yeah, yeah. and it has made them astronomically better. Yeah, so I give them kudos to that. Yeah. The second point is. The only reason why it's it's I'm like 
Vegas and people were really picking Memphis. Yeah. Like, it's not like a universally like, right. oh, yeah, so Lakers are definitely going to get through this. Like, yeah. there are a lot of yeah. s- s- NBA guys who are like, no, Memphis is definitely going to win this series. Yeah. And to those people, I'm like, I don't know what you're watching, but yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's why I get it. Like, that's yeah. why I'm like, oh, it's a seven over yeah, two. I'm just but like, realistically, like, oh. I'm like, I have the Lakers winning the championship this year. So, <laughs> like, I'm not shocked that they beat Memphis. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? But, like, some people are yeah. in the sense because it's a seven two. But this is, like, the best seven seed almost ever. Right. And, that, and that's my point. I'm like, so, you're getting, like, so it's like you're almost getting credit for being shit. Most of the season. And then figuring your shit out and then going to go on a title run. Like, I'm like. No, I, I'm like, I. this is what I expected all fucking year. It's is, like the, it's you know like, what I mean? Yeah, it's like the teams in the NFL who are bad for like the first half and they catch fire. Yeah. And then they make like a six seed and then they make a run. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, are we really going to give you like, like what kind of credit are we going to give you right. here? You know what right. I mean? Or yeah. like the Vikings being a three seed and it's like, oh my God, the Giants beat the Vikings. And then you what, go, and you go yeah. but the Vikings sucked. Right. Like we all yeah. everybody that this team sucks. Agreed. Let's not give all this credit to the Giants. Exactly. That's exactly my thought. That's exactly it. Where it's like Memphis is like, yeah, Memphis try hard all year. Lakers finally actually got their roster three months into the year after they were already yeah. so far behind the eight ball. Like they were and like, they didn't play all their games. Yeah, they were like eight games under 500 when they made those trades. Yes. And since then, now they're yeah. four games above 500. Exactly. So it's I'm like, like I, yeah, like I just, I'm like, okay, Miami beating Milwaukee, I think is an actual like legit feat, even though Giannis was out, right? Like that sucks, you know, but if, if like, if it was, Le- if it was the LeBron Cavs team that went out and beat a one seat, I'd be like, all right, you, you deserve some credit there. You, you played like legit basketball, but we're at, I guess people are just like, man, Lakers are just, I can't believe they just beat the ups. They upset the two C Memphis. They go, Oh yeah. With LeBron James and Anthony Davis at that are healthy. I wonder what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't name another guy after John Rand on that basketball team. And I don't really want to name him right now. I, was like, I can, but like, yeah. they're not good players. Exactly. Like, Only like, Dylan Brooks. I know because he opened his mouth. <laughs> Like, Jaron Jackson's there. He's fine. And they got yeah. Desmond Bain and stuff, but they're not like... Yeah, Desmond Bain, that's a name. The, the famous Desmond Bain. Yeah. Uh, anyway, going back to it. Second round of the playoffs, though. Um, Lakers, Warriors, clearly what the NBA would like. Can't really say anything else I don't, about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's that's obviously the preferred matchup. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Sacramento's bad. No, no, no. no I'm talking about from like an NBA like ratings perspective. Like, oh, I definitely want to see yeah. Steph versus LeBron again. Yes, I would, I would uh, just like to the point of getting like... Yeah. The Kings, who are like the mm-hmm. new team, versus like the guy who's been doing it forever. Yeah. Like I think there's a good story there too. But mm-hmm. Warrior, like Warriors, who matches up better against the Lakers, Warriors or the Kings? I know you already have them winning in five. Calm it down. Probably Warriors because they have at least a big guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kevin yeah, Lee. like Dr- well, Draymond can play good defense. Yeah. on AD a little bit. AD's Kenny. just bigger. Kenny though, he's been playing, he's been playing really good. Yeah, he, he had a great game five. You even have Did to. He? You have to I didn't card. watch it, oh. so I'm, I can give you the stat line. I don't need it was, to. It's it was okay. Really it's good. fine. It's is it better than two points a game? He had twenty one eight and eight. Okay, good for you. And, right. and he shot like this is the that's the game where he goes. See, yeah, told he you. Shot, he shot like nine for eleven from the field too. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. it was like it was like generally a really good game. <laughs> Fair enough. And then and Fair then the game six he sucked, but yeah. game five he actually had a good regression to the mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think I think just like the shooting, yeah, yeah. And like like you know, yeah, just have yeah, because the, the, there, the, like, the, the Warriors still have that ability to go. I'm going to put up 18 in like two minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sacramento doesn't really have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Sabonis has been kind of bad in this series. Yeah. Sabonis has been the offensive guy, like the second guy. Yeah, and he's like his high is like 18 points in this series or right. something, which is like 
where are you? Can, right, you, right. can you do anything? Uh, oh, Draymond's been locking you down. That's probably not a, a great sign. Yeah, You're yeah. going to go up against Anthony Davis in the next round. Right. So I think the I think the Warriors slightly better, mm-hmm. but I think both teams. Are I think AD is just going to kill both of them. Yeah. If he's healthy, like right. just just it flat out there. Out there yeah. I just think, and I think there's one interesting part, and it kind of actually helps the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Is because they're the road team mm-hmm. for most of the series. I think it actually benefits them because LeBron historically has really bad game ones, mm-hmm. and it's always this like, and so, he's yeah, even talked about yeah, it, lose, where yeah. it's like a feel out game where he wants to see who's what are they on doing? Who, yeah, what are they what doing? Are they doing? Right. And he kind of picks it apart a little bit and tries to figure it out, and then game like two, he figures it out even more, and then like three through seven, he's always awesome. Yeah, when you're playing those games at home. And yeah. like you, you lose, lose one that at advantage, home, yeah. you kind of lose the home court advantage, and you have to right. go on the road. Now it's like, okay, we can go into Golden State yeah. game one. No one expects us to win. Yeah, game we'll one lose game State. one, and then we go out win and two and three, you, yeah. two and three and four, and then you're up three one. Like I just think from a seven seed from how LeBron plays, it like mm-hmm. helps out that they're a seven seed instead of being a one seed. Yeah, for sure, makes sense. Um, going to the other matchup, Suns Denver. Suns got it's a hard butt to, whooping. It's hard to root for either one. Um, is this the Nuggets time? Do you think they do it? Yes, you do. You yes. think they do it? I okay. I put money on them to win the series. Okay, and that was that was uh, okay. A, a little bit biased on me. Yeah, it's okay. Because I know, yeah, it's a little bit biased on me. But I think the Nuggets match up oh, decent. The Nuggets well match up Lakers, really well against the Lakers um, too. I mean, Jokic on AED. That's a that's a good matchup. Yeah, and Jamal Murray's gonna be a problem for them, so mm-hmm. it's not gonna be great to yeah. watch. Um, I'd rather as a Lakers fan watch them play the Nuggets than the Suns because the Suns are just too offensively. Yeah, gifted. Yeah, and they'll just shoot the lights out yeah. on the Lakers. Right. I don't think Denver's gonna shoot the lights out on you. Yeah, but it'll be competitive nonetheless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think the problems that I had with the Suns coming in are kind of just starting to show a little bit. Where it's like, yeah. hey, KD's playing forty four minutes, Devin Booker's playing forty three minutes, and yep. you have no bench right. at all. Right. And it's starting to kind of come to fruition a little bit. Where right. it's like, KD had thirty points, fifteen rebounds. And you lost by twenty. Right. Devin Booker had twenty eight points. Well, that's why twenty didn't have forty. He didn't have forty. <laughs> but like when you're asking, it's like, hey, so the only way we can win, and it was the same yeah. thing with Brooklyn. Is yeah, yeah. the only way we can win is if KD and Kyrie play forty eight minutes and they both have like forty points. Right. It's not the formula to win in the playoffs. No, it's not. No. Nope. So for sure, I think they're going to struggle. I think it'll be a long series. I think it'll be like six or seven. Mm-hmm. But I think Denver takes it. Get to that Western Conference Finals I can, again. I can live with Man, it. when Jokic wins the title, you're just going to have to eat so much crow. Because you're going to be like, oh, MVP and Finals MVP. And beat LeBron and Kevin Durant. He's the greatest player ever, Mike. Yeah. that's that, And that's going to be a discussion that's, that we're going to have. literally going to be, if they do it, that's Depending what's on be. the team, yeah. it's going to be a legit argument because yeah. of what Giannis did. Right, get there. exactly. Um, speaking of which, let's go to the East. Down goes Milwaukee. They gone. We got, uh, what is it, Miami and, I don't know, is it New Boston? York. Oh, it's New York? Miami, New York, and then okay. Boston, Boston, Philly. Boston, but... Philly, okay. Um, Miami making another Eastern Conference final run? Yeah. Jimmy Butler, guy. that guy? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy that guy? Butler is the ultimate, and it's crazy to say, he is, like, the yeah. craziest, not very good in the regular season. <laughs> Unbelievable in the yeah. playoffs. He's he is the Joe Burrow of the NBA for me. Where it's like well, he's re- Michael Jordan's son. So yeah, he's Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. Um, you ever see, seen that? Yeah, you see yeah, that whole thing. That, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's just crazy because like Burrow in the regular season, you'd be like, this is this is the second best quarterback in football. Like yeah, really. Right. And then you watch him in the playoffs, you go, 
yeah, right. he's definitely the second yeah. best quarterback. Like Jimmy Butler during the regular season, you're like, yeah, he's he's a good player. Yeah, he's twenty he's, points he's a game, 20, yeah. 25 points, and then he's like, oh, by the way, here's fifty six points in a. In, you're down fourteen in the fourth quarter to the Bucks. Yeah, here's a, a here. I'll put up twenty four points in the fourth quarter to win this game. Yeah, wild. Yeah, what do you do? What do you, what do, you do? do? That's the part of basketball that's the most frustrating. Like, because I, you know, because I'm a coach too, right? Where yeah. it's like, so sometimes where you're like, you just can't, no matter what you do, you just can't stop guys I mean, sometimes. We could try to put Giannis on him. Well, Giannis is like, yeah, but like, I got a back thing. And so, like, <laughs> tired of carrying this team. Yeah. So, can we also, I, I, I love Giannis. Yeah. He's a really good player. Oh, I boy. hate his post game stuff. <laughs> Did you hear what he said in the yeah, post game stuff? I did. He was like, "Well, I didn't think this year was a failure. You know, you can't win the championship every year. You can't also get bounced in the first round as a one seed, though." Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I, I understood the, the I get the sentiment of what yeah. he was going for, but I was like, "Did you get promoted today?" No. Well, then your day was a failure. Yeah, your day was, was like, a failure. I was like, I was like, Derry. Yeah. I was like, I, I think the problem I had, I was like, every team has a different. Like, I think if the Pistons made a play in, yeah, I'd be like, like, that's okay. a successful season. Right. They don't win the championship. Right. When your expectations like, are, hey, we're, we're vying to win an NBA championship this year. Like, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. When you fall short of that, it's okay to say, yeah, it's, it's disappointing to for it to end like this. And it's one of those things where, like, that's another nick to you, though, right? You can't be a one seed, lose an eight seed, and everyone be like, no, no, you're still like we have confidence that you can get this done on a mm-hmm. consistent basis because you haven't shown that. Like, that's why the Warriors are never counted out. It's why we're talking about the Lakers making a fucking finals run is because LeBron, when push comes to shove and you're expected to get something done, nine times out of ten, he gets it done. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with Steph. It's the same thing with, like, with KD usually, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when, when shit's up against it, you got one choice. It's who's going to take over that game, who's going to take over the series, yeah. who's going to will his team to that to that run. If they lost to Philly, it would be much more palatable. Yeah. Right? No, As and compared that was the point to losing. Is, if yeah. you're in the Eastern Conference final, you had a war, a seven game war, and Philly just outplayed you. Yeah. That's not necessarily right. a failure. Especially if you're yeah. banged up like you are. It's like, listen, bro, we get it. It's yeah. their time this year. We understand. Yeah. A first round exit as a one seed. Right. Where you clearly have a better roster, mm-hmm. one through eight. I'll just say eight because, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't go that deep. And, you know, like, you, you, Come on, yeah. Like figure it out. Like, like <laughs> here's the thing: we literally just talked about the Lions. If yeah. the Lions don't win the division, right? The I'm season be, is a failure. Exactly, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And it's yeah. not because they didn't win the championship, right? Because the championship is not necessarily the the goal, the right? The goal here. of the season because yeah. you're not at that point. But if you don't make like every team has a different yeah. goal going into every season. Yeah. Like Houston, it's not expected to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Two years ago, my goal for the Lions was don't lose every game. Yeah, that was literally the goal. The goal just don't be zero and seventeen. Two or three teams. Just games. don't be zero and seventeen, and I will be thrilled. Yeah. And that's what they did. So it worked out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, those post game comments. I, like wild. I said, I got it. I understand it. It's just one of those situations where you like you have to put it in the context of okay, well then our expectations for you are no longer winning a championship. Yeah. So you can't. You're not on that level. You're not in the top five of the NBA anymore because that's not yeah. the level that you're holding yourself or your team to. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reality. Yeah. MB gets stripped every year because he hasn't made it to the Eastern Conference final. He hasn't gotten to a finals. Can they win with Joel Embiid? He hears that shit every day. Mm-hmm. And if they win it this year, all of it goes away. But if they don't, it's going to continue. And he's embraced the fact that look, I got to win. Mm-hmm. Harden has to win. Yeah. You know, it's just not. It's just not the same. Um. Other matchup, the big one, right? Two two Titans, right? You've got 76ers. Hope I'm hoping. And you if got a Boston. Holds up, it's, a, yeah. it's two Titans. You got Boston. You got Philly. Big matchup here. 
Um, I still think Boston has the edge, clearly. Um, but, I, I mean, like I said, is it is it Philly's year? Does Harden go crazy? Uh, so as I, long as it doesn't have to go game seven, I think he's okay. Yeah, I, I, I have the money on Philly. Yeah, yeah. Joel Embiid doesn't play game one, though. It's not going to be It's not gonna be great. Yeah, it's going to be tough. He's doubtful tough. for game one. It's looking like a more a worse injury than what it was yeah. initially announced, I guess. Right. So, you know, the first two are in Boston, so you're kind of expecting Here's to the thing, yeah. If he only anyway. misses game one, I think they're okay. Yeah. You're expected to lose game one. It's going to be a hot crowd, right? Everyone's yeah. going to be ready to go. If you if you lose game two, you're not out of it, but it's a really oh, tough hill to climb. Jeez. And then I you really, can't lose either ones at home. This is the moment, though, and we see this every year. This is a moment. It's like I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a pass on game one. Let's just say Boston takes game one. Okay. okay? Game two, though, say Embiid is there, but he's not really there, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not gonna give you 28, you know, 10 and six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is the game where James Harden needs to be James Harden. Yeah. Right. Like this. Like basketball is such a is such a moment, and I guess sports are where you have stars, not for the everyday grind. That's not why you have stars. That's not why people are trading everything for one or two players. Mm-hmm. It's these moments where shit's a little dicey. I need you to take over a basketball game. I need you, Luca, to go put up 47 to beat the Clippers in, in L.A. I need you, LeBron, to go put up 50 tonight, mm-hmm. even though I know it's going to be a tough ask, but we don't have anybody else. AD's yeah. bumming or Kyrie's, whoever, right? This is a moment where Harden needs to go, I got this. Give me the ball and let me go. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't seen that from him consistently, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is where like a guy like Russ, I feel like that's where his niche is really well. Mm-hmm. Where like everybody else is out. Don't worry, guys. I'm I got here. but and, and that and those are his games where you go, see, I, I understand why people keep trading for Westbrook yeah, for clip, shit that, like this. Clippers game four when you had like yeah. 34, 11, and 10. You're like, they he tried to keep you because in he's it. reliable in the sense of he's never not here. He's always going to bust his ass, plays good defense, and you go, son of a bitch, I guess we'll pay him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, coming out of it, though, I mean, give me a ranking just on, you know, we've only got you know eight teams left anyway. Um, top, Give me your top four okay. from a championship odds perspective. Who are your favorites going in? All right. uh, Lakers are one. <laughs> yeah, put money on them. So <laughs> uh, Everybody who listens to the show just went, so he's gonna say Lakers won. Boston, he's gonna have Boston he's gonna two. Golden State and Phoenix last because he hates Durant and he hates Steph. So <laughs> yeah, Boston's two. Uh, Philly's three. Okay. And then uh, four, Jimmy Butler's four, or four, the Heat. I think I think Denver has to be four. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think Denver has to be four. Yeah. I don't think there's any way around it. I guess Phoenix is like the outlier. Give me, the, give me, just give me the other four. Yeah, I, 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 I realized I asked for four, and I'm like, there's only eight. Just yeah. give me all eight. Phoenix would be five. Warriors would be six. Knicks and Miami, I think, are just dying. Okay. After after whoever wins, yeah, yeah. I think they both lose. Like, <laughs> Knicks are just Knicks and Knicks are just yeah. dying. Um, my my last question here. Yeah, yeah. Is okay. So we both universally agree that Giannis is the best player in basketball right now. Correct. Is there anyone that could win the championship this year? That could surpass Giannis in your eyes as the best player. Jokic. You think Jokic could? I think I think if, if Jokic won the if title, if he goes beats the Suns and this super team, mm-hmm. despite their flaws, right? Only, only thing to compare about is oh, you beat Durant, right? Yeah, That's all you're gonna yeah, care yeah. about. Let's say the Lakers get it done, even if they don't, and in say the like in the Warriors, you beat Steph and Clay and all those guys, and then you you go and beat Boston. Boston. 
with MVPs now to add to it, yeah. it, it's very similar to me. Like I think the Giannis conversation, right? Yeah. One MVP, defensive player of the year, didn't get it done. When you win the championship, now it's like now that whole picture becomes so much nicer as soon as you win a championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I will also say I think there's a if if Durant got there, I think with all the turmoil that happened in Boston and everything, I know he's got Booker and these guys, but I do think that like the narrative changes. Because I don't think anybody was looking at Phoenix and go, they're a definite title contender, like 100% like, yeah. welcome to the Western Conference Finals. When they made the trade for Durant, everybody went, it's Western Conference Finals at a minimum Yeah. now. So he's got a lot of pressure on him as well. I think both, I think this Nuggets Suns, from a legacy perspective for their stars, mm-hmm. is utterly important for both guys. Yeah, I have like a short list of five guys. I'm yeah. not confident that all five would yeah. jump. Like, I would love to say Anthony Davis could be like and come back yeah, but he's, he's not. not yeah he's not on that list yeah. my, my five would be Jokic yeah Katie yep I think Steph if he pulled that Man, out if Steph wins another one it's, we're entering a different level yeah because that's what four five 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 titles holy with two, shit. probably t- two finals MVPs would be crazy I think Jason Tatum if he if he went through the gauntlet one yeah, this year that's another I good think one he could be there and Joel Embiid yeah I think those five guys, yeah. if they win the championship, which is very likely that one of the five oh, yeah. could do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. If one of those five guys win a championship, yeah. I think it's like Yeah, the only reason why, than yeah. my mind went to Jokic immediately because we talk so much about like the MVPs and stuff like that and his is what's his rating that's like uh, like his the Raptor best rating. His Raptor rating. I know you love Absolutely this, yeah. insane. Um best Raptor rating. It's the third yeah. best Raptor rating of all time. Is it just because he looks like a, a Raptor? Is that what it is like the dinosaur? <laughs> he walks around like Oh, don't talk know. to Josh like that. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense now. Yeah. Um, like, you've got all the accolades except for... It's like you look at that trophy case, right? Like when you play, like, 2K. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, I got a MVP. I got the three-point shooting contest. I got dunk contest. I got, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And then I'm missing that finals trophy, yeah, right? Yeah. That's where Jokic is at in his career. Mm-hmm. Got the MVP. He's got all the individual accolades. Best player Need that finals. Yeah. Need that. Need that. Stick. No, I think I think Jokic like, easily jumps everybody. Yeah. I think Embiid's going to win the MVP for this year. Yeah. And so if Embiid, yeah, wins if MVP, MVP does, finals, yeah, MVP, if MVP does, I think Jason Tatum enters that level of like the Kevin Durant's where you go, he's like top three wow. guy. Where you go, man, he just like that's a that's a dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Durant, I think this is extremely important for Durant. Durant needs to win a championship as the premier guy on the team. Needs to do it. He's yeah. never done it. Everyone keeps saying, well, he's got two rings. He's got two rings with the caveat of you had the best team ever around you. You're never going to have that collection of shooters together ever again. It's never going to yeah. happen. He literally had a 73-win team, and then you kind of went over there. Yeah, I don't even – here's the thing. It's not even about the 73-win team because they didn't win it, so I don't give a shit about that. What I'm saying is that – No, it's just that you had the talent you of had, Yeah, you had at least two other Hall of Famers next to you. At least. Probably three. Right. Probably four. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, maybe. Like Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Iguodala could probably be there. Draymond. He probably, he, I think Iguodala probably should be at some point. He I, was really good for Philly for a long time. Iguodala, Draymond, Steph, Clay. I think Draymond gets there, huh? I guess if you have five like titles and you're the best five, defensive player on the team. I was like five titles yeah. and two defensive player of the year. That's awards. probably it's, true. Yeah, I, I mean, if Rodman watch. can get there, averaging two points a game. Yeah. I mean, Robin was a different animal, but I digress. Anyway, yeah, you're probably right. But either way, right? Durant's never got that, never done it where it was. Durant's team. Mm-hmm. And even now, I think you can make the argument. Now, is it really? Is it not uh, Devin Booker's team? <laughs> yeah. 
know. It's not as Did much. you see the Stan Van comment uh, when they were playing the Clippers where he went up to – Devin Booker went to say hi like, to the announcers and stuff, and Stan Van went, just want to let you know if I would have drafted you, I'd still have a job. <laughs> How crazy is that? I was like, it's was funny crazy. to laugh about it now, but in the inside I'm crying. No. Um now yeah. we ask Cade. Right. <laughs> Do we? Uh, that's going to be it for this. Yeah, that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Next week, we're talking Backlash, obviously. Um, we're going to be talking the fallout from the WWE draft, right? Hopefully, we have some kind of clarification on this world title tournament. Going to be doing some AEW stuff as well, I'm sure. Going to be talking maybe NBA playoffs. Lots of stuff going on, as always. But that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyka, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.